0: Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now.
1: Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Yeah, yeah, young buddies, it's the Ron of Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We'll be looking for your... <laughs> t- 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 Ichiban, of course, means...
2: Number
3: one. And always remember... There's two number ones on... N- number one. There's two number ones on the show.
1: That's how it works, uh, since there is... There's two number
3: ones on the show.
1: Our own Fez Watley is back with us today. Fez Watley, back on the bridge. So call in for your... Ichibon. Ichiba. Ichiban's Anything at all that you want to uh, talk about? There's
3: two number ones on the show.
1: And there are, of course, two number ones on the show. Number one. And they are both that. 866 run 0 fez 866 run 0 fez Fez Watley in the house. Chris Stanley in the house and looking very much like a uh, taxi driver uh, in his jacket today. Thank you. Anything we should know about it? you phone any political people around or Well there's this prostitute.
4: Mm. Not sure if she's legal.
1: <laughs> the uh, what we could do is Taxi Driver Made Boring. A new series by Chris Stanley. Uh, Mike, you're in running fest.
5: Hey there, Ronnie B. Hey there Fez, glad you're back. Uh, I have an Ichiban for you. Ichiban.
1: And Mike, remember, that means... Number one. And always remember... There's two number ones on the show. There's two number ones on the show. What do you got, Mike? Uh,
5: Billy Joel cancels the release of his book, and Nikki Six releases a book.
1: Now, what is Nikki's uh, book about? I played with the crew. Is that the, uh... I just... First of all, I can't even picture Nicky Six reading a book. And I don't mean that like he's stupid. I just mean that like he's got other shit to do.
4: Yeah, he's a fun guy, busy schedule.
1: He's a rock star. He's doing rock star stuff. He's in and out of this trouble or that trouble.
3: He should have released Billy Joel's book. Just use those stories.
1: It could have been working out for both of them. Uh, But Billy Joel uh, said... If I write this book, I'd have to stop drinking for a couple minutes, and who needs that? We went through a very embarrassing day yesterday of trying to get Chris Stanley to like anything by Billy Joel, Mm -mm. Uh, and even with the singing along of Jennifer from the Whatever Girls. Which was nice. Yeah.
4: Uh, No, not a big fan of Billy Joel. Don't get it. Don't understand. Don't understand why uh, that weirdo with a very odd voice and Broadway songs. It's been huge in filling stadiums for years.
1: Because, well, I mean, Broadway songs fill up Broadway. There, there are people who like that kind of music. Well, I'll just go to Broadway then or just buy a nice uh, compilation disc, <laughs> show tunes. Why do you care what they do with their entertainment? I you, care. They would not be going to a Pixie show, <laughs> which is also, by the way, whether you like it or not is also going to s- sound weird to people someday. It Probably. just will. It's just what happens. It sucks. If that's what happens with popular culture. Well, you say it sucks, and yet you're the person doing it.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'll be a hypocrite. Fuck it.
1: Um. Well, you are, in, in fact, a hypocrite, as we are. It's part of being a human being. Uh, Fez Watley back on deck, and as he said, why doesn't Nikki Six just, uh, put out a Billy Joel book? Uh. Archie, you're on the run of Fez show.
6: What's going on, boys? How yeah. you been? I have an
5: Ichiban for you. Um, I Ichiban Ichiban. I finally got my uh, XM back after totaling my car and not having it for
2: three weeks. I found that when I can't listen to the virus while driving around, I'm a much angrier driver and a much angrier person. So you guys are saving lives without knowing it.
1: We are. We're saving lives much like Sean Penn does. We're kind of the Sean Penn's of radio uh 866 ron zero fez 866 ron zero fez pick up your telephone anything at all you want to talk about today ichiban, ichiban. the ichibans are up and ready to go ichiban, ichiban. are all there for you
7: ichiban,
1: ichiban. you could be the person who says i have an ichiban uh chad you're on the run a fez show
5: uh, since you played the Ichabod clip, you don't have to play it for me. I have an amazing... Go ahead. American League... Ich- ich- Baltimore Royals lose again to the Yankees and now are in danger of losing first place. Those motherfuckers. We can't have anything baseball in Baltimore.
1: It's been a long time, but remember, you did have Boog Pal. So that's something for you to sit back in time and time. But i like, we can't even do it in Baltimore You can't get nothing good in Baltimore I don't know why. Maybe because you can't pronounce your own city's name. Maybe that's one of the problems with Baltimore There are things that you have that you should be happy about. You got that fucking aquarium, and then you've got soft-shelled crabs, nice. and they pick them out of the aquarium. The same aquarium that the kids go and look into, they scoop in with a net, they pull it out, they throw it in the fryer, and it's unbelievable. It's
4: like a nice restaurant.
1: Uh, Brandon, you're on Ron and Fez. Hi,
4: Ron. Hi, Fez. Uh, I have an Ichiban. Ichiban. Um, Ichiban.
2: In an adorable case of underage drinking, a toddler was served sangria in place of orange juice at an Olive Garden.
1: Let's just, rem- you know, when it comes to what we're offended by... It's feeding Olive Garden food to a toddler. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I want to get the big cat into this today. Fez Watley, you're back on deck. You're looking like a million bucks today. Thank you. Um, what do you got for us?
3: Uh, the Kobe Bryant situation. Kobe Bryant calls the uh, referee the other F-word and is fined $100,000. Was that fucktard? No, no, he used the uh, gay slur word mm. after picking up a foul.
1: Fegula, hmm As the Italians would say, a fegula.
3: Then tries to do the excuse of, I didn't mean it that way.
1: Well, do you, do you really want to talk about this one? Are we already back into the gay slurs thing so early on your return? Here's what gets to me about this story. Number one, he didn't say it to the referee. He said it while he was sitting on the bench. And it was only because there was a close-up on him is the only reason why this came up. He didn't run up to the man who was gay and call him a gay slur. didn't happen that way. The guy's sitting on the bench after... And I don't even know what happened before. I wasn't watching the game, but I only saw this part of it. So I'm sure bad call in his mind. He goes over and sits on the bench, says that they... They didn't have a mic, but there was a close-up. Okay. So I think that's a big difference between going up to a gay person and hitting them with a slur. And then B, 100000 fucking dollars. That's nuts. That I don't get. Because in that same sport, you could elbow somebody in the eye socket and not get... $100,000. No Don't we think the $100,000 is a little ridiculous? Not with the money that
3: Kobe makes. That's a drop that, in the bucket That is him. not
1: the way to fucking fine a person, though, right? If
3: that, it's I mean, going it, to make a fine count, if it's going to make him uh, feel it.
1: It doesn't make him feel it. You've already brought that. First of all, what is the purpose of doing that? To punish the person or to fucking educate a person? It's to make
3: sure it doesn't happen again. To educate.
1: Yeah, so that is not the way you educate a person by taking something from them. That to me that's fucking ridiculous. If anything, you've turned Kobe into a victim of sports fans, right? Instead of uh turning sports fans to say here's why this could here's why this kind of stuff could hurt somebody's feelings. You haven't done anything at all with that. If anything, you've just pissed off sports fans who are going to identify with the guy being pointed out. It's the exact opposite of bringing people together. It's the exact opposite. Um, and if that's the fucking case, if we're going to do that, then when Kobe goes 41 and a 35, he should get a $100,000 fucking fine. Because that's going to hurt him. Is that the way we fucking find people in this country? I mean, that would be crazy. Um, here's, um, here's John. John, you're on the runoffage show. Hey, buddy. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I was watching a game, and I know uh, Kobe said that. A uh, referee asked him earlier, do
1: you have any half slices? Do you have any half slices? Maybe a half slice? I'll have two, then. You know what? Give me three half slices. I'm going to keep one in my carry-all and uh, have it later. Uh, said you're on the Run of feds show. Yeah. Once, twice, we lost you. 866 uh, run zero Fez. 866 run zero Fez. Um, I'm not going to say this name, Fuzzy, because he's trying to pull me into it, and I don't want to lose $100,000. Oh, no. We have a person in New Hampshire. What can we do for you? You talking to me? I guess so. Who? who, who? I me? don't want to say your name because it offends my partner. And I don't want to get fined $100,000. But it's
5: my name. It's only a name. It's just a word.
1: Say, it's, I mean, it's not just a word. It's a, and it, it is, in fact, just a word. No matter what offending word we have is just a word.
3: Yeah, and, it's, and it, if the NBA wanted to set a real example, maybe Kobe would sit out a playoff game. I don't think finding him $100,000 is much of a statement.
1: Again, what's the premise here? I want to pull everybody into this and get them on my side, or I want to start the stupid fucking calls. What 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 is your fucking motivation to this one? Um, I would like to pull everyone in. You know you're just going to get the stupid fucking calls on this.
3: you right. You're, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's
1: not a matter of you yeah. shouldn't have brought it up. It's the way you brought it up. You just, I see them lit up right now. I know we're going to go through it. I know that you've already been in a, a bad mood for a couple days. Uh, Hicks told me today that the fucking hair was out when you came in. Yeah. So I know it's not a good day for you. You were also told you could take the day off if you wanted to. But if you're going to come back, why do you want to get into this? Why do you want to fucking, you know, why do you want to do it to yourself? Now, to talk it over, do we agree that he didn't go over and say it to the guy? Yes. So if you just say this anywhere, $100,000 fine. Oh, Jesus. If you, you know, if you fucking hit your toe and you yell out, an inappropriate thing, you should be fucking fine for it. No. I don't know if this, this is the society that we want to uh, be a part of. Dan, in Florida, you're on my face.
5: Hey, Fezzy, was the ref indeed gay?
3: I have no hey. idea.
1: It would I be easy probably... enough to find out. The story is out there. Did the ref hear him? <laughs> no. This
4: game a technical.
1: Now, what if he would have said this... The ref is a cocksucker. Would that be a hundred thousand dollar fine? Because that's another nickname that sometimes gay people or women get called. Uh-huh. This happens. Where? Why are we getting so crazy about this? Um, let's go over here to Anthony. Anthony, you're on the Runaway Show. Yeah.
5: Hey, yeah, hey Fez, uh, welcome back, but I just wanted, to, out of all the articles that you could have brought up through that, that Sports Illustrated
2: magazine that Ron brought you yesterday, you had to go with this one, you couldn't come up with something
1: else? It just happened, it's a, it's a big news story, but you know that doing the 100,000, oh. unless you're ready for it and ready to think it out, I don't know why you would fucking bring it up. Um, here's uh, Garth, Garth, you're on of Fez.
5: Hey, Susie, how about this? Hey, how about,
2: uh, instead of, you know, charging $100,000, uh, let him just go to a gay bar, and you know, make him go to a gay bar and sit down with a couple of queers for a couple of hours and, you know, have a conversation. That'd be more painful.
1: It actually is an interesting fucking proposition. I know he said it as a joke, but what if, instead of that, he had to sit down, talk to some fucking people who are gay, have one of those conversations by, um... You know, hey, this is why you don't like being called this word. We don't like being called this word. And then maybe it would have dawned on him. Without this punishment bullshit that gets thrown out there that just makes either side fucking hate each other more. That's the fucking thing about it. This is not real. The $100,000 doesn't fucking hurt Kobe if he wanted to, he could sign fucking uh, uh, an hour's worth of basketballs and get that money back. Nice. That's the kind of thing that he needs. That he could just sit down. All right. When I'm hold on, Daddy's trying to get us a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm gonna be busy for the next fifteen minutes. Sorry. We're flying private. Damn. You know I'm working. You know Daddy's signing his name right now. Um. So it is a re ridiculous uh, fucking thing that we get back into this time and time again.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think the talking part should be included in it.
1: Well, it wasn't. Why aren't you in here screaming that it's fucking that that he is not going to learn anything from this? Not, not only is he, he not going to learn, but neither are any of the people watching. Here's the thing that kills me. It's not so much that he said it, it's that a TV camera was doing a close-up on him. Now, why isn't the fucking TV station fucking held up for this? If it was radio, that's where the fines would be going. Maybe you need a five-second delay on your stupid fucking game. It's all just bullshit, and it's going to be forgotten about within... 24 fucking hours. Um, it won't mean shit to anybody. Uh, Brian, you're on the Runa Fez show.
5: Um, I actually disagree with the $100,000 fine. I think it should have been closer to a million because we all know that's the worst thing you can call anybody.
1: Uh, here's Chris in Philly. You're on Runa Fez.
5: Hey, guys. Well, first thing, the referee's not gay. Um, he's got a wife and kids. And then, secondly, um, you know, it just seems like every, I guess, I don't want to use whatever, minority, they all want to equate the word that is a slur to them on the same level as an N bomb, and it just isn't. There's nothing that's really as bad as it, but they're trying to equate other words just bad. It just doesn't happen.
3: Well, that's because that word doesn't affect you. If you were, you know, it's.
1: Again. There's a. Everybody has a fucking word that pisses them off. Fat ass, horse teeth, fucking cross eyed. You fucking name it. You can hurt people's feelings with words. So is the is the point of this? And we've discussed this so many times. We've gone round and round with it. We haven't come up with a reason more. But are we no longer? Are we supposed to go through life without our feelings being hurt? And again. He didn't say it to the ref. Is that the actual ref?
4: He's the ref. Benny then Adams. he
1: should have dropped the M bomb if he really wanted to hurt the guy's feelings. Because can we say if the guy would have heard this, a guy with a wife and two kids, would it have bothered him?
4: No, it probably wouldn't have. And the amount of shit these guys take from everyone—I yeah. mean, I've, they've got to have been called worse. Just physical threats of violence alone. <laughs>
1: This, it's a fucking made-up story. It's not real. And this thing of the $100,000, and that's hurting Kobe, it isn't. And the fucking NBA knows it. And they could also tell him to show up at a dinner and give him the same 100000 back. You know? It's fucking dumb. I guess it's, it's just for the NBA. It's all just dumb. Um... Let's go over to. Um, here's John in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Hey.
5: Hey, hey Rod. Just one thing um, you forgot in Baltimore. Not only do we have the aquarium and softshell crabs, we got the best high grade hair when you can get. People from Kentucky are driving here to get it, bro. Uh, I,
1: there, first of all, there's always been a very good drug trade in, in Baltimore. There's no doubt about it. It's right now 95. You can go there. But here's the problem with copping in Baltimore. There's always a percentage that you're either going to get really, really good dope or shot and killed.
4: Not too safe in those parts. And fucking.
1: No, yeah. it really I, isn't. It's a fucking rough little town. Yeah, And it's not a big town.
4: Yeah, it seems the, tiny.
1: The bad part of town is most of the town. That's the thing about it.
4: Uh, this story came out a week ago. Baltimore is a U.S. heroin
1: capital. <laughs> Fuck. They love fucking uh, uh, heroin. One in ten in the residents addicted to heroin. Thomas, you're on the Run of Fest show.
2: Yeah, I got male pattern hair loss, and I fucking hate the B word.
1: There are, yeah, there are plenty of fucking words that none of us like. People don't. Short people don't want to hear fucking short jokes. Some gangly motherfucker doesn't want to be called stick. You know?
4: It's not that bad. I,
1: you know, here's why it's not that bad. Because it ain't you. Yeah. It only fucking bothers you when it's your fucking thing. That's the way we are.
7: Yeah,
1: We all have things that bother us, but then there's things shit that don't. We're all like, stop it. Come on. Really, that... Now there's there's fucking fat people associations who get really pissed off about fat jokes, and everyone's like, "Shut up! It's not that big a deal." And then there's and then these the, the six hundred and fifty pound women are like, you're wrong. It is a big deal. It hurts. We need wider seats, and it goes back and forth. But but the fucking truth is, their feelings are legitimately fucking hurt. They feel what they feel. And I get it that all these fucking words uh, bum us out. And when you will be able to be fired for saying a gay slur on the radio, I'm sure we're not ever going to hear it. But you haven't changed anyone's mind. You haven't changed the mind of the people who fucking say that thing. If you really were concerned about that, that would be the fucking place. Um, John, you're on run of Fez. Hey,
8: buddies. Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe Kobe was asking somebody for a cigarette.
1: Well, were they in London at the time?
8: No,
0: but,
5: you know, he could have been. He's a world traveler.
1: Uh, Brazilian Bruce, you're on the run Fez show.
5: Uh, hey, guys, I just want to make two quick points right here. I, I just want to ask Ron. Ron, why don't you ever hold Fez responsible uh, whenever you or a caller make a point Fez just stays silent, and you move on to the next subject or whatever. And also, Fez, you've got to stop bringing up this gay stuff until you just come out, man. It's, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. Just be proud of it, man.
3: I don't have to do—I I can talk about things without having to be personally involved in
1: them. Yes, you can. There's no doubt about that.
3: But, I'm not Libyan. I can bring up Libya.
1: But, but here's the only point for yourself. When you bring it up on the radio where people are going to be talking about this or that. Why would you bring it up when obviously some of this stuff hurts your feelings? Mm-hmm. Why bring it up? Why would you not say to yourself, are the callers going to have thought about this more than me? Are they going to know whether the ref is, is gay or not and whether I should? Are they going to think of anything more than I hate Kobe? Because that's how much you gave a thought to this thing. You saw it and you're like, I hate you, Kobe. Oh. So that's the end of it. But you gotta know the environment that you're walking into, right?
3: Yeah, I get emotional and I'm an idiot.
1: You're not an idiot. You just didn't give it any thought, particularly when you were in the free speech business. Right. Yeah. That the the people who protect free speech have Kept you working, whether it's because of things that you said, I said, people in the same radio station, have you said, and here's the real point of this is, would we like everyone to get along better? Absolutely, we would. Is this $100,000 fine anything real? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. And if you gave them a million dollar fine, you would be only hurting your fucking case more. If there was a thing, the people that want to get rid of fucking cigarettes, right? If they started locking up people for smoking, they would be helping the smoking people more than the anti-smoking people. You get that? The $100,000 thing gets people to say that word more. Than if they just talked to Kobe. Not only does it get them to say that more. It makes them more resentful. It's the exact opposite of fucking education. Again. This is just my opinion. If anyone. You. Or anyone else. Could show me how fucking fines would work. And how that would make the world a better place. I'd be glad to hear it. But the fact that it hurts people's feelings. Yes. People. Fucking say things that hurts people's feelings. And again, like I explained to you the other day, then it's only how you yourself are going to handle those things. Because there's certain people out there that, you know, there's certain women out there, they get called fat or whatever, and they go home and they cry and they start wearing a fucking sweatsuit. And there's other chicks that just work it. I've seen some big girls Mm. get fucking laid. Because they're fucking, they handle it. They're taking care of themselves.
4: Big and beautiful.
1: Um. Here's uh, Chris. Chris, you're on my Fez.
5: Fez, I got a quick question for you. I want to hear your answer on this. I'm a big guy. I'm very skinny. I'm big, 350 pounds. I like to fly a lot. Last time I flew, I flew from Minneapolis. To uh Pensacola, Florida. The stewardess on the airplane gave me an extra seatbelt without asking if I needed it, just handed it to me and said, Here, you're gonna need this. And then when she came by with the snack car, she doubled up on all the snacks. Right. Should I be offended because I'm a big guy or should I just say, Well, I'm a big guy and that's the way life is
3: Well, I think you uh with the seatbelt, I think the stewardess is just looking out for the safety of the plane.
5: Okay, well, still, what's the difference between that and being called a fag? He didn't know if he was gay or not. I, she didn't know if I needed that extra belt. She just automatically assumed that I needed it.
3: Yes, it, that is for plane safety. Uh, calling someone the other F word is not going to bring a plane down. I don't see the comparison. Are
1: you telling me this fucking guy can bring a plane down because he's 350 pounds? no Jesus. i don't think i've ever heard a man so fat <laughs> a plane was brought down not making a lot of sense there um here's doug doug you're on the Run fess show
5: hey ron uh yeah i just want to
2: say you know what kind of a retard is going to allow words to hurt him like that and the, the queer should be careful because the negroes have made an industry out of a, being offended and look at where it's got them
3: uh, and I don't. I think it's someone like Kobe who uses the word and empowers it. Uh, when he's got a bunch of young fans and he uses that word, why wouldn't that inspire uh, kids to use it?
1: You're right. And now the kids will know they can get a hundred thousand dollar fine. Who inspired you when you first used the word?
3: Probably other people I heard using it.
1: So you don't remember who? No. But you know, somebody inspired you to.
3: I, I'm sure I heard it somewhere first before I used it, obviously.
1: But then you just started to use it yourself. After hearing it. Yeah. So your thing is, if you never had to hear it, you wouldn't have used it.
3: I wouldn't have known what it was.
1: Right. but you, So if we were going to go back to the blame of you using that word, where would we put it?
3: Well, it would be on me using it if I chose to use it.
1: And yet, you just said, Kobe does it. It's Kobe's fault. We've got to really figure out who's fucking in charge of these kids. The whole thing of, of young people always gets to me anyway. We have to watch what we're doing because of young people. the kids. Why? They're our future. <laughs> Why aren't they doing their fucking homework like Chinese kids? I guarantee you. There's not a Chinese kid out there who fucking picked up on that because their moms were screaming at them to keep doing geometry.
4: What are you doing watching the game?
1: <laughs> oh, come on. That fucking slur voice that you just used? Huh? That hurts people's feelings. Oh, no. Huh? Why are you watching game? You work, 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 work. Now, why do people get uh, offended when they hear people doing like Asian accents? I guess they feel they stereotyping them. Yeah, but you never see Irish people going, that's not right. When you did that brogue, <laughs> it Hurt. hurts. It hurts. You never see rednecks getting upset about it. No, they ex- A ma- they matter of fact, it. if anyone needs to shake off the fucking stereotype, it's you fucking rednecks.
4: <laughs> no, they love it. They, they embrace it. They can't get enough of the redneck thing. Well,
1: you know what was really funny? Let's go back, like, before the blue collar comedy tour, yeah. right? There was only a sliver of Americans who would consider themselves rednecks. But now, anyone who kind of lives south of Wilmington, Delaware, will go around saying, Well, I'm a redneck. The guy's in his own fucking jet. <laughs> I'm a redneck, buddy. Having a time of my life. They just love it.
4: Go hunting.
1: Yeah. And then you'll run into some people and you're like, well, how could you be a redneck? You live in Dallas. You fucking are in an urban area.
4: <laughs> a condo. No, straight redneck.
1: <laughs> I'm like, huh? Um, here's uh, Dean. Dean, you're on the Run Show.
2: Hey, guys. Hey, listen. You know, years ago, my dad was a coach in the NHL. And I was fortunate enough to stand behind the bench a couple of times and, and listen to the things that he and the players he coached used to yell at the refs. Yeah. And that I mean what what he said and what they said made what Kobe Bryant said seem like child's play. And we're talking about protecting kids. I was like 10 and 11 years old at the time, and I mean I thought it was funny. I mean nobody cared back then. I think the bigger picture is like the softening of the American underbelly. Why are we all worried about what people yell at people in sporting events and all that shit? It's funny half the time. Who gives a shit, right?
3: Because it doesn't bother you. It doesn't hurt you. You don't go to school and get bullied.
1: Um, there's a, That's only one reason people get bullied. They also get bullied for being fat. They also get bullied for wearing glasses. They also get bullied for being short. They also get bullied for being tall. Some kids get bullied for being white. Oh, yeah. In my
4: fucking neighborhood. It's right next to Queensbridge.
1: <laughs> I've been through the same situation. <laughs> And believe me, when I tell you, at that moment, I was thinking I'd rather be black. <laughs> if it was up to me... we fit in right now. I hate my white <laughs> skin. Not only would I be able to fit in, I'd be funnier and able to think faster. But all those things kids get bullied for. Gays did not invent bullying. No, that's... I mean, it's true,
3: but... It doesn't help the situation to have Kobe yeah. saying the word on television.
1: Does it? Does it help the situation for people to call be called fat ass or horse face? Do no. you think little girls have gone home crying for being called horse face? Sure. Or skank. And you think girls have been bullied for being called horse face? Yeah. And do you think that we can find any recorded fucking material of you calling Sarah, Jessica Parker, Horseface? I'm sure plenty. So, why aren't you... Why isn't this fucking... Why isn't a bell going off in your head? What what makes this one thing any different? And I'm only saying you this, because you, we've had this fucking conversation a million times. So, it'd be up... To, now, if I brought this up and I pulled you into it, I'd say... You know what, dude? I fucking, you know, you don't want to talk about this, and I drag you into it. But you don't want to talk about it, and then you fucking start it at the beginning of the show.
3: And I drag myself into it.
1: On the day back. On the day back. uh, Monty, you're on my face. Monty. Yes,
5: I'm here. Go ahead. Fez why why are you so i mean why are you so goddamn upset with this deal i mean are you are you so upset with it because it's something that really holds dear to you, or is it just you're really thinking about other people
3: yeah, I'm thinking about i think probably both of those reasons, and I don't like the excuse of oh uh, no homo, I didn't mean it that way. I, I don't, I don't, I think that's a cop-out on Kobe's part. He said no, huh? He says, I didn't, I don't mean it that, uh, oh. no, I can say it because I don't mean it that way.
1: I don't think that he did mean it that way. I think that he meant, uh, something about the person's character. But that shouldn't be a free pass. I get that, but you're not educating the person. Do you understand? It is a mm. fucking free pass. It's a free you do get a free pass for being fucking stupid about this because no one is there to educate. You're not fucking making sense of sitting down with people and saying, can we find other ways of doing that? But you say things to hurt people because you try to hurt them. That's what that fucking means. And and beyond that, it doesn't matter what you're fucking saying, but you're trying to get the other person's goat. You're trying to say the worst possible thing you can think of to say to them. That's why the whole thing is fucking stupid. Um Here's uh, Bill. Bill you're on Manifest.
8: Big ass one eight seventy five, my buddy.
1: Uh, how's it going, man?
8: I'm doing great, Ronnie B. Hey uh Ronnie, uh go to many flyer games season ticket holder. Now when uh the referee makes a bad call during the game and some of the fans say Hey, ref, get off your knees, you're blowing the game. Is that considered a slur?
1: I, suppose. I think so. Why is that a slur? Because, uh,
3: because he's incompetent. He's lame. He's not doing his job, so he must be gay.
1: What makes him a gay?
3: It's people say, It's people trying to say that being gay is the worst thing possible.
1: No, but why would blowing someone make you gay? A... A... Uh, uh, um... Uh, Only a small amount of men are responsible for giving fucking blowjobs on this planet. 50% of the women give fucking blowjobs. 50% of the world's population gives fucking blowjobs. And they're, except for, I don't know, I don't know what fucking group I could slur by saying except for these people. (laughs) Because, quite frankly, I've never found any of those fucking things to be true. But to get back into it, it's fucking ridiculous. Again, you're not thinking, you think blowjobs means fucking men. What if they just mean you're fucking blowing someone because you're a woman? There's fucking more slurs with just the whole thing of sissified, right? It's attacking fucking guys for acting like women. That makes it an anti-woman slur. There's the fucking slur. That's happening.
3: But if a guy was giving a blowjob, wouldn't he be gay?
1: The fucking point of gay is you act like a woman. That's the fucking slur. It's an anti-woman slur to begin with. You're a sissy means you're like my sister. Your sister used to get the nickname sissy. And then when a boy, a little boy acted like a girl, they got called sissies. It's fucking... You know, if you look at the amount of shit that women have fucking taken for fucking years, it's ridiculous. That's the whole fucking slur. It's not so much that we don't like fucking gays. It's that men just don't like women. The whole thing is stupid that we get ourselves back into this. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Mike, you're on the RON-A-FEZ show.
5: Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Yeah. Uh, uh, growing up, uh, in elementary school and everything, I was always the chubby kid, but, uh, I think it really comes down to, uh, having confidence and charisma in yourself. And if you, if you don't and you're timid and, you know, you're shy and not really comfortable with yourself, that's why people make fun of you, you know? And when you're like that and people... Uh, Antagonize you and, and rip into you. You can't just say that it's wrong. You know we have freedom of speech in this country. If you can't deal with it, well, that's it's your own fault. Well, even comfortable-
1: before we get to that, there are definitely people who can be empowered in any way that they want. Um, the stuff that uh, Jimmy Norton does with the tranny jokes and all—I think it's just. I think you could fucking teach classes of kids how to fucking take something and twirl it, twist it until you've uh persuaded people to fucking enjoy it. I mean it's amazing to me. And I I I've watched him do it and I'll and I'll think to myself, I go, that's just a fucking brilliant way to go with stuff. But instead of having uh guys like that, more or less street guys who are very, very intelligent in a street way, we leave it up to people who are tight asses and uncomfortable with themselves, and supposedly they're the ones that are going to teach kids. Uh, if you really think about it, why not fucking teach people who know how to fucking, uh, you know, fucking handle the world? Why aren't they teaching people? Oh, that's right. There's no money in it. Yeah. But it's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over to Kevin. Kevin, you're on my fez.
5: Hey, buddies. Hey, uh, Fezzy, do you think the $100,000 fine sets a precedent so no other player will say that word on the court is going to influence more kids or if they actually used some that the incident and used it to educate all the players that this
2: is part of their fan base and they need to be uh, compassionate and empathetic to them, and that could be passed along to other kids. Which one do you think is going to be more effective?
3: I think uh, the education should be a part of that. Yes.
1: How many of the other players do you think are saying this?
3: Probably a majority.
1: And how come they're not fine?
3: Uh, Apparently they weren't caught.
1: Caught or has, isn't the fucking camera following them constantly? There, shouldn't there be like, like NBA, NBA
4: officials, like there or whatever, just hearing them fucking screaming? And probably M
1: bombs galore. Just sit around, be on the floor and hear shit everyone fucking yells out. <laughs> it's fake. It's not real. It none of this fucking talk is real. You gotta hold on as tight as you want, but it's not real. Until you take a little fucking control. You're going to end up right back into it. 90 fucking calls that want to do the same shits. Um, Joe, you're on a Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah.
5: Hey, Fezzy, uh, did you ever start to think that maybe that guy wasn't offended? and He was just looking at, hey, this could be another payday for me.
1: First of all, the ref didn't get the money, and the ref didn't even hear him say this. Yeah. there's been a uh well it's the movie bull Durham, is the one thing that the refs have always decided they will throw you out for being called cocksucker right <laughs> it's an old fucking bit but again you could twirl that into an anti-gay fucking slur yeah. uh, a fucking anti-woman slur the whole thing is just ridiculous when if, when you call someone a motherfucker. You're not telling them to go have sex with their mother, but I'm sure that's exactly where that comes from. But people tell you all the time, you are a funny motherfucker, and you're not like, what? compliment. What did you say? Are you acting like I'm having relations with the woman who brought me into this world? I'm not incestuous. Um... Chris, you're on the run of Fez Show.
5: Hey, Fezzy, I agree with you absolutely 100%. Next time you say a disparaging remark on the radio, call somebody fag of the opera or anything else, we should fine you $100,000, you fucking hypocrite.
3: That was a long time ago, and I've apologized for that. What Kobe about? hasn't apologized.
1: What about any anti-woman jokes or uh, fat jokes? And where can they? Could they be say, said privately? Not privately? A couple of days ago, I heard you wish death on people. Mm-hmm. Did you really want that person to die? Was that a threat against them? No. We're no. just blowing off steam? Yeah. So, uh, not going to hold you to that. Not going to hold you to that. That was something we do when we're pissed off.
4: Yeah. Wish just grisly death. Hey,
1: whatever. Maybe the guy should be just forced to listen to Born This Way fucking 800 times in a row. Uh, Sam, you're on the Run of Feds show.
5: Yeah, busy. Uh, So we should change the First Amendment to free speech uh, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody's feelings. Then tell
2: that to Lady Trucker the next time she calls, and you call her fat or slob or whatever you call her. You know it is? It's not fair, Fitz.
1: What if it's true? Kobe can say the same. It's the exact same bit. It's the exact same. If we're being honest for a second, if we're being honest for even a moment... The fact that you just define her by one fucking thing and nothing else. She could come up with the fucking cure for cancer and you're just going to see a fat person. Nothing else. So what? Who cares? Who gives a shit? None of it fucking matters. We know it doesn't matter. We know this isn't a real fucking story. And we also know we're not going to convince Fez... And Fez also knows that he could bring this up and this exact same thing is going to happen. Every single time. You had to know it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, did it thinking I... Thinking I had something different, but I was just dumb to think that.
1: You know, now I'm supposed to go running over and all that, but I'm going to fucking... You know what I mean? I mean... uh. Believe me, when you weren't here yesterday, you know what I had to do No. to keep this thing going? I had in Jay Moore, uh, Louis C.K. I had to bring in Ricky Gervais. I mean, it was that type of thing that I needed to do just to get to show up on the regular plane. Oh, wait, no, that, that was a replace Anthony. Oh, we had um, Hicks doing sock puppets yesterday. Do the sock puppet bit. Hey, how's it going, everyone? We're going to bang this shit out today. Don't look directly at his mouth, because then it's bad, but just uh-huh. look right at the puppet book.
4: Yeah, look at the puppet,
1: not at the fucking guy next to it. Um, Dan, you're on the Run-A-Face show.
5: Yeah, Ronnie, first thing, happy birthday to Tulo Brow, the posting champion. But, uh, Ronnie, how much money would Fez have gotten fined for the Fat Freddy fiasco that w- took place last St. Patrick's Day? How, uh, Fez?
3: I'm not ruled by the NBA.
5: If you're ru- ruled by your own morals and the opinions that you put out there, how much money should you have been
3: fined? Was Kobe drunk
1: that night? Oh, drunk is okay.
3: No, Kobe's using an excuse.
1: But, no, I'm talking to you about yourself and the self thing. What we do when we're drunk is okay. Wish. Uh, Sean, you're on the RenFest Show.
2: Hey, Ronnie P. I just wanted to uh, bring up a point. Like, I grew up heavy, and I was taught, like, hey, you know, this is what you are. You either become funny or you learn to fight, and that's like you accept it. But Why like with base culture, it's like you're teaching kids to be like, hypersensitive, like, hey, this is something that's wrong with you, so look for any possible thing that could offend you and point that out. Just accept it and move on. People are going to be assholes. You just got to live with them. Learn to fight back.
1: Maybe fat people could get a song called Born to Weigh, where they feel better about themselves and they're able to deal. All my giant monsters out there. (laughs) Literal monsters. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) By the way, Fez, have you seen the Born This Way fucking uh, website? No, I haven't. How are you not part of any of this? How are you not part of the community? I think it's the funniest fucking website in the whole world. Have you seen it, Hicks? Yeah, I checked. (laughs) Of course. Everyone's seen it but fans.
3: I've heard the song, I haven't heard about the website. Well, the
1: website isn't based on the song. This is, uh, well, I guess they did. People who, they go, and gay people put up pictures of themselves as little kids. This is fucking great. And it's the funniest fucking website in the world. There's a lesbian girl just fucking riding around on her fucking
4: go kart, I guess? Yeah.
1: By the way, this the exact thing I told you a little girl in my neighborhood got fucking killed on. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, oh. It was a little bigger than that, but she fucking turned it over and broke her neck. Fuck. Not so funny now, is it, gay people? Mm-hmm. No. This kid's fucking great.
4: Roger, at the age of They're America. adorable.
1: They also put their first crushes in there. Did you see that part? Mm-hmm. Um, David Hasselhoff pops oh. up a few times.
4: Yeah. Oh, Will Wheaton from Star Trek, the Next Generation, on River Phoenix and Donnie Wahlberg. Well, wasn't
1: Will Wheaton in a TV show before Star Trek? I thought
4: that was... A- oh, no, no, was- no, he was Stand By Me, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was in Stand By Me, yeah. And now he's just, like, internet famous, and people fucking love him online. Oh, my God.
1: Dennis from the Philippines. Hysterical, Jesus! Look, first of all, here's take it back. Look how bad the lamp is. <laughs>
4: it's on <in> the plastic, <laughs> so there's like getting dust on it.
1: The fucking seventies <laughs> was the most uncomfortable time in history. Fucking
4: crazy. His first uh, crush was Scott Baio and Zapped.
1: That's funny because everybody else remembers his tit shot and fucking Zapped. Remember that where he made the bra come off? Oh, titties. There's like little girls playing hockey. It's a fucking hoot.
4: Oh, this Patrick.
1: Now, here's the point. I'm not going to take this to Fez because he's already fucked up today. Do you think these little kids are gay, Hicks?
4: I think they're maybe just little kids acting weird. Yeah. I, that's, I know, that's, what I, that's what I think. This young, like eight years old, I think he's just a little kid. This kid in particular is wearing a fucking... Red hat and a red scarf and some whacked out pants.
1: But you you wouldn't think to yourself, this kid's gay?
4: No, I just think it's a little kid being a little kid.
1: All right, now, you you have no uh, plans on being a dad, right?
4: Oh, Christ, no.
1: But if you did, and imagine this was your kid, right? Yeah. Would you be comfortable with it, or would you be like...
4: If it kept up, I mean, if he maybe just wore one flamboyant costume every now and then, but if he, like, fucking... I'd start getting a little weird.
1: See, I think the the nature or nurture fucking thing is so interesting. I really do. Uh, I don't want anybody to get caught up with it personally, but I'm wondering if you could take a lot of straight kids and see pictures of them when they were at certain ages... And think that's a little gay?
4: I, I would think so. Because if
1: you think about it, how many times did your mom get you fucking, you know, gay clothes when you were a little kid, right?
4: <laughs> what are you doing, lady?
1: I know I did a lot of costuming as a kid. There was cowboy outfits and sailor suits. And it's I was halfway to the fucking YMCA song. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like... If I were gay now, I'd be able to go, oh, I should have known. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. But a lot of those poses where you get the little boys thrusting their hips oh, yeah, with the hands or tilting on the- their heads. Um, but are we just projecting upon that to call it gay?
4: Probably. Because these little kids don't know what gay is. They're just fucking acting like little kids. Except this first crush was Gregory Harrison from.
1: Gregory, Gregory- Harrison, Harrison pops up quite a bit. Anybody who was big in the 80s. Yeah. You know, because it looked like most of these people were kids in the 80s. First crushes are one of the funniest ones to me, though. It's fucking great. A lot of little boys with dolls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, do little boys not play with dolls because they're not given to them?
4: Probably. All right, this little girl just has a He-Man... Had on. It was a He Man themed. Um...
1: But now she's a lesbian, so it's funny. Oh, yeah. But, you know, here's the thing, though. When I was a little kid, the little girl that uh, lived across the street from me, she was fucking Peppermint Patty. <laughs> I mean, she could fucking play sports, and we did not judge her as a girl. Yeah. It wasn't until we got into organized sports, and then they divided us. Yeah. And then, of course, she fucking dominated, <laughs> which we're like, Big fucking deal. You hit fucking, you know, yeah. four home runs. No wonder. Look who you're playing against. <laughs> they suck. But when when we all played on our block, uh, and I'm not saying she was the best or one of the but she was just treated as an equal. She was picked with everyone else and she was scrappy and she could play. Now I, I have no idea. I don't you know, in high school she wasn't a lesbian, you know, but she was still playing full sports. But if we but does make if you start saying every girl who plays sports is a lesbian, that almost sounds crazy, right? Well, yeah. So why would you say every little boy who shows, like, nurturing things is gay?
4: Well, I think there's... It's more acceptable for a straight girl to be a tomboy. Is there a word for
1: a boy to, that's nurturing? Is I'd say it, but it hurts people's uh, feelings. And then people get fined for $100,000. Oh, man. It's, it's not good. But it wasn't all that long ago. That a little what the kid doing in the ironing and <laughs> fun The kid just fucking ironing with a big smile on his face. But like, <laughs> it wasn't a million years ago that a, that a guy who cooked was somewhat effeminate. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be. And insane. now you're so much expected to be able to to cook, you and and it's yourself. a fun fucking thing for guys, you know. Yeah.
4: It's showing off now to fucking women that you know you're not no useless. This kid's first
1: crush was Harrison Ford. Is that Dave? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking we got to put Davey Mac, Like Dave, his mom dresses him up as a girl, right? Yeah. Like there's a little boy that's... Andre from yeah. Baton Rouge. But don't ever... Act, first of all, don't ever act like when you were a little kid that you never put on your mom's sunglasses and thought you looked cool. Oh hell
4: yeah. Why not? You So you did do it.
1: <laughs> you were born this gay. I was born this
4: gay. Wait, what?
1: Now, Fez, do you think that these kids were gay at that age?
3: Um, yeah, I think if uh, these are all people who have admitted they're gay.
1: Right. I, was, yeah, I think they were all gay at that age. What do you mean admit that they're gay? Like that's, no, that's some kind of fucking admission. No, they, here, they here, said here would... that they're gay on this website. But here would be the interesting fucking thing. Take these pictures, right, of gay people. Take straight people, show the pictures, and see if we'd be able to guess who's gay and who's not at that age. I wonder It'd be hard. First of all, the fucking pictures are hysterical. Yeah, you can sit here all day and fucking laugh. And I, I I kind of agree with Hicks that I almost don't find like a tomboy even funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. But an effeminate little fucking boy is fucking hysterical. That's very- a masculine little girl It's kind of a high number, I think. Yeah. And face it, when you were a fucking kid. You like the tomboy's better than you did the really feminine girls.
4: Yeah, because they fucking hung out or whatever. They
1: whatever. could hang out. They didn't fucking cost you a fucking game at recess.
4: All right. Nino from the Philippines. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> That's your favorite? I think so. Filipino so, so. <laughs> gays. <gaze. laughs> cool. um, here's uh, our buddy Diego. You're on my face.
5: Hey Ronnie, I, I always get a kick out of uh, you know, I have a young daughter and uh, they have play dates and other
2: boys come over and, and girls, and all those other dads always have the comment, you know, oh, you know, my son, you know, could be dating your daughter later on, you know, basically making the bottom line later on in life, your my my son's going to be fucking your daughter. But one of the kids all of a sudden started playing with the dolls and doing more dress up than playing with the balls and playing sports, and I made a made a comment of, hey, maybe not have to worry about him. And the fucking dad got all sorts of fucking bent out of shape because he made the intuition that he may be of alternative lifestyles later in life, thank
4: you Fez.
1: uh there you go uh it is a fucking interesting thing i I think it's it would make still make people uh fucking nervous James you're on a fez
2: hey buddies uh i grew I was born in eighty and uh and looking back on
6: some of the shit that my mom used to put me in it's like i mean between the bowl cut and like the really tiny shorts and right. like the t- the striped tank tops and shit. I mean, it
2: was so gay-looking. I mean, everybody looked gay back then.
6: Well, yeah.
1: I mean, fucking. First of all, Rob Lowe looked gay, oh, yeah. and fucking, you know, the outsiders looked like the gay gang. Oh God, yes. And um, uh, musicians, you. Know, there was actually closer what Lady Gaga's talking about was just like accepted as normal during the eighties.
4: Hell yeah, people were loving it. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Seriously. Neon was extremely big. <laughs> I fucking couldn't get enough of it. Those short shorts were just shorts.
1: Um, Here's a Matt. Matt, you're on a fez.
5: Yeah, hey, Ronnie. I'm totally on board with the the tomboy thing. What boy didn't want to fuck uh, Tatum
6: O'Neal when they saw her in the Bad News Bears?
1: Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, she was uh, phenomenal. Jodie Foster, phenomenal to you when you, you were a kid. Oh, yeah. Christy McNichol, I think she eventually said, she was gay. I don't remember, but she was like the tomboyish girl. Um, Bruce, show them the run a face show.
5: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. When we always picked for baseball or dodgeball, we always picked the tomboy girls first because at that age, they're a little taller. And if you could get one of them big bitches that could hit a baseball, fuck yeah, you wanted her on your team.
1: There are some There are some kids that can play. And it's interesting enough that they'll let uh, ki- girls play soccer with the boys now at a later age, baseball. I don't know about basketball. I haven't seen any kind of intergender leagues. But football, I mean uh, soccer, is fairly wide open now. And there's no reason that, you know, it shouldn't be until the boys get start to get a little fucking stronger. I mean, you're looking at straight genetics. But if a girl can play, she can play.
4: This kid's first crush was John Travolta. From what movie? Look who's talking!
1: Oh, see, that's ridiculous. That fucking <laughs> wow. kid needed it better than that. Hex, <laughs> oh. what's going on in your head today? What's happening in Hex's mind?
4: Um, I don't know if you remember that uh, the kid that got busted for making a fake YouTube video where he uh, was going. Oh, fu-
1: yeah, fu- yeah, they got him from like uh, being a pedophile, kid toucher. basically. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, he got sentenced to fucking two months in prison and two years probation, and he can't get anywhere near a, sev- a group, group places where seventeen year olds and under uh, congregate. So he got two months for making a fake fucking YouTube video that he made to think was in front of children when it wasn't.
1: Boy, I'd love to get some kind of fine where I had to stay away from kids. <laughs> That'd be It'd be fucking great.
4: Fucking ridiculous. On the world, say every any school is, you get busted for no fucking reason.
1: Well, his his deal was that he put himself cursing in the bunch of kids, but he didn't actually curse in front of them. But he used their faces.
4: Yeah, he used the uh, the video. He took video and then swapped out the audio of him singing a regular song to them, which he actually did, and then put in a fake dirty song that got re- that taken off down off YouTube. I don't even know how many people actually heard it or actually saw
1: it. Thirteen million. Oh my God. He now calls them his little monsters. <laughs> Really? it's him? I don't know. I can't keep up with everybody. But two months in prison, that's pretty fucked up for this. I can't. Kid fucked up. You're not supposed to use somebody in the videotape unless they know it.
4: Yeah, but the charges against him were uh, like, as if he was a kid toucher. They were talking about putting him on the fucking kid toucher list. He probably is if he can't go near any schools. Well, why would he be? It's just for the two years he's on probation.
1: Didn't you hear the early part of it? What? He didn't touch any kids. He what? went to the thing he then he he sang a song in front of kids that was appropriate, right? Right. Then he Lunch lady, fucking edited it back in where it was curse words, right? Yeah. And the school was pissed and he got the 2 months. He never touched any fucking kids, and the only reason why he's being kept away is because he made this stupid video which oddly enough is not that far away from the kind of videos that people make. Like, if he probably would have used some stock footage, he would have been fined. Yeah. It's the fact that these people never fucking wrote off that we agree to this.
4: It's ridiculous.
1: You know, we used to get into this in fucking radio all the time. Of... uh, Someone could not call you. You have to let them know you're on the radio, right? Yeah. So if you call them at home, you have to say hi. This is Ron Fez Show. You're on the air right now. Yeah. And we used to fight about it all the time because we're like, well, that's not fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it blows. If it. they know they're on the radio, we're trying to do crank calls. <laughs> so then we started getting around. To, if people called us, we would just act like uh, we were whoever they thought the wrong number was. And then we found out you can't even do that anymore.
4: That's insane. Has anyone ever gotten busted for that, or is it just paranoia? It's fines. You get it's the FCC fine. fines.
1: Uh, yeah. Or two fucking months in prison. And and that always... Used, because, you know, I did a million things that I could have been fined for and wasn't. But it doesn't mean that the next time they couldn't get you. You know, it's just like if you're driving along and you're speeding. You couldn't... If you're driving along, you drive down 95 doing fucking 80, right? Yeah. If once you got to, like, South Carolina, you can't go... Well, I haven't been arrested. I guess this is the fucking... I guess the speed limit's 80. Everything's good. You no, know, it's still fucking 55. Did you just smell the inside of your jacket? Uh, I, I, I burped. Oh. So I, burp I just so thought much. you were like, do I smell that on the inside of my jacket? <laughs> Why do I smell onion? <laughs> is there a cheesy onion around here somewhere? Mm, sounds good. Um, here's uh, Doug. Doug Yarmone-Fuzz.
5: Hey, I just wanted to make the comment, and, I, and Ron, I think you might agree with me because you've got kids, and that's basically my point. Every fucking parent out there knows, as fucked up as this is, that a guy's going to jail for, I think, what everyone will probably agree is really just a joke. Mm-hmm. It still fucking gets the blood boiling for parents, and they just want to fucking make sure that nobody can do shit like that, because it's creepy when you're a parent.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, you're so out of fucking control when you let, send your kids into school. You know, like, all your little safety measures that you have in life are out the fucking door once you send that kid to school. It's Thunderdome. Yeah. Now, the school, they thought they just had a nice guy coming and singing songs to the kids. It gives a chance for the teachers to sit in the back, have some corn chips, and maybe a half a fucking Paul Mall. Oh, hell yeah. Mm, These are good corn chips. You know what? I'm just going to eat half the bag. Have a half bag of chips. Do you sell any half cokes? I'm thirsty.
4: It's weight control there.
1: You have half slices. I so, have two. Just be 16 people are going to be there, so um, give me. Mm, could you turn these into half slices? I want eight slices turn into 16 half slices.
4: Great. Accommodating.
1: Wow. You sell any half-garlic nuts? (laughs) I only make one person in here laugh. The other person silently grits.
4: No. This kid's first crush was Dan Aykroyd. Weird.
1: What fucking movie?
4: It doesn't even say. It just says... Dr. Detroit.
1: Driving Miss Daisy. I like the guy who drives people. He likes driving something. It's, I'm just fucking curious. I need to talk to a scientist of whether these kids are gay or
4: not. This kid's just creepy. I don't right?
1: know whether you can be a gay kid.
4: Yeah, you sh- shouldn't have any...
1: You shouldn't have any sexuality
4: when you're a kid, I would think. I don't. I mean, does that make sense? Because you're just a child. You shouldn't be fucking or sucking or
1: whatever. That is true. You shouldn't be doing those two things.
4: <laughs> or touching or Right, zacking. so
1: if you're not having sex, then you're not gay, is your point. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, You can be fined for fucking that.
4: I'm gonna get fined?
1: For hurting people's feelings.
4: Well I guess if we're gonna do that, twenty bucks will break me. Like fucking hundred (laughs) thousand.
1: Let's make it so it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) 17 (laughs) dollars. Fuck. Um John, Florida, you're in run of fez.
5: Back in seven at my son 's elementary school, you know you were saying kids aren't even safe there, and it 's true because uh, there's a janitor at a school paying a little girl to have
1: sex with them and keep quiet uh, it, it happens all the fucking time there's always been that kind of thing you, you are out of fucking control you 're out of control as a parent as soon as your kids leave as good as that 's why people go to uh put their kids in private school because they have people swearing to God. <laughs> Um, you know, No, nothing is going to happen to your kid. You don't care how well-educated they are. You just don't want anything to happen to them.
3: Here's how sick and nuts the pedophiles are, that they think that a kid will actually stay quiet.
1: Well, a it's lot a- of them do for 40 years. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Me. A lot of them do. That's the fucking thing. If you think that the people that you're hearing from is anything more than a slight percentage, you're fucking crazy. Talk to a lot of adults. Talk to a lot of adults. Uh, Muhammad, you're Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah.
5: Yeah, the comment I wanted to make was about the old, you know, kind of nature versus nurture and, you know, boys and girls playing sports, pretty much what I want to say is there's a word for when you see women doing things that men want to do. And it's penis envy. There's no word to describe other than a negative word, or, you know, a slur.
1: First of all... When, Penis envy is normally said about men with other men. It's not, I've never heard of it fucking thrown in with a woman. It's it's when a guy wishes his cock was bigger. But no, you know, there are, just think of, uh, just think of how many professions that we have these days that were at one time thought of as feminine that no longer are. I mean, we no longer laugh about male nurses, stewards. Uh, yeah, Stewart's is a normal thing. Um, working in fucking uh, the mall. You know what I mean? Like the fact yeah. of how many guys that you say, <laughs> What are you, about a 12? I, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I remember when I was younger, I saw, uh, and this is a fucking, and this is a true story. There were all these fucking, I was in the fucking carnival at the time. I was just a kid. There were nine nurses, or, like, they were nursing students. Eight of them were women, and one was this um, heavyset, effeminate guy. I'm going to say gay, even though I don't know it for a fact. But as a kid, I'm like, well, there's a gay guy. So they're all together having a ball. And he takes out a fucking pack of cigarettes and goes like this. Girls, should we have a cigarette? <laughs> And I thought it was the funniest shit (laughs) I ever saw in my life. I don't know why he was making a thing like... I don't know, like he was giving everyone a fucking (laughs) bonbon. Girls, should we have a cigarette? Like, it was all part of the fun. But I actually thought to myself, with my young fucking retarded brain, that's nice. He's getting to feel like he belongs to something. You know what I mean? Like I fucking felt like, to me, like... Good. He's away from us where he could be hurt, and he's over there. And to me, he was like, I was like, you could fucking move over and become the coolest girl. <laughs> Pretty easy if you need it to be. He's found acceptance. Good for him. Girls, should we have a cigarette? He was so fucking happy, and they were all going for smokes together. Oh, good. Nice little crew. Um, David, you're a manifest.
5: Hey, Ron Fez, Are you talking about them kids being gay. Of course they're gay. The meaning of gay to begin with means happy. So,
2: yeah, of course the kids
5: will be gay.
1: Oh. Sean, you're on Ron Fez.
5: Hey, Ron, you're talking about the kids keeping their mouth quiet after being touched. Uh, we had a teacher here a couple of years ago. He got busted for having touched the kid and could to find out. Some people started coming forward. He'd done this for like 30 or 40 years. They got him, uh him in jail the
1: day he was supposed to be sentenced. They found him in his jail cell, uh, hung himself. Uh, yeah. It comes up all the fucking time. You know, all these fucking priests, they get busted. It ain't by the stuff that they did in the last six months. That's what they were doing in the 1960s, fucking seventies. You have these fucking older people coming out going, this is fucking haunting me my whole life. Fucking kids left and right. Why are you going to put it that way? It's like it makes it even worse. Oh, it's bad. This kid's
4: crush was George Reeves. His Superman. He must be older. Yeah, he was born in 56. He was born this way. Yeah. Well, convenient to be on this blog.
1: No Adam West fans in there? I kind of feel bad for A.W. Oh,
4: A- w- this guy's Burt Ward.
1: Close. (laughs) Isn't it so funny how close is close to closet? Or like closed. You mean by past tense? Yeah. Mm. It is true how funny all words are so close to their past tense. It's bizarre when you think about it. Well, we're going to break here. Back in what Hicks calls a chicklet. That's the new thing that he's... When he's back in a, in a minute, he'll go like this. I'll be back in a chicklet.
4: Back in a chicklet, Ron. See, he's making fun of goes Go to smoke.
1: Girls, should we have a cigarette? <laughs> I never forgot that fucking guy. It's great. And I mean, that's nice. Isn't it nice? He oh, fucking fits in now. Good for him. Good, and they're all smoking. And in that world... He's like the cool kid. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous how you try to make sense of the world yourself when you're a kid.
4: It's nuts. Well, this guy was in love with Brandon the Wild from Shane.
1: You know, you're fucking hanging out on this website so much, I'm starting to think you're gay.
4: <laughs> no, I'm very straight.
1: And you have yeah. long hair.
4: Yeah, I very I washed it last night, though, so it's looking good
1: today. <laughs> you're wearing camo.
4: <laughs> yeah. I guess I could be a gay
1: redneck. I'm not sure. And every day, another man buys you breakfast. <laughs> These things are starting to sound gay to me. I'm going to start doing that about Hicks. You hear? Uh, everybody. is, bu- A lot of guys are starting to buy Hicks breakfast. It's terrible rumors. You know what's a notice? He's wearing camo. He calls it That's right for camouflage. He just calls it camo. Like, has anyone seen my camo?
4: Hey, guys. I think I left the camo in the studio.
1: We should see how, about, like, how many phrases you can just make seem gay. I got one for you. Do you drive stick? You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go very fucking um, far with it. You try one, Hicks. Looks like I'm
4: going to cook up a cheeseburger later <laughs> That
1: doesn't sound gay. Yes, it does. All right, here's one for you. You blow me first. <laughs> see? it comes off like a little gay.
4: Well, it goes with some comely.
1: Um, Bill, you're on fez.
4: Hey, did that nursing student
1: have half a cigarette? Anybody, you know what do you have half a Benson in the Hedges? Because <laughs> I like it longer but I only like to smoke the short part of it. They call Lucy? Do you have any th- thicker smokes? Oh. Do you think this is gay if you call Vodka Vaki, mm. Yeah. There's Vaki in this one. Oh that's gay. Okay. Okay. How about, does this sound gay? First down. Yeah. Uh, Sean Yarman Fez.
9: Hey, how's it going? Mm. Hey, Fezzy, I got a question for you. Yes. So, the whole point is we're looking for tolerance from our society, right? You want people to be more tolerant.
1: Oh, he's uh, leading you, Fez. I see. Uh, yeah. You're being led. You're being led. Well, well you I'm maybe I'm leading a little, sir. but uh,
9: he's going to agree. Uh, aren't you being a little intolerant, or is this ignorance that you're fighting why How are you fighting tolerance with intolerance?
3: What am I being intolerant about
9: Well, you're saying these people are ignorant they can't use the word even if their intent isn't uh doesn't have any malice behind it uh, but you're saying they need to be fined. they have to be persecuted you have to correct the situation. It all seems like an intolerant means to gain. You know, some I guess grand, I am intolerant
3: oh. against intolerant people. You got me.
1: Well, the point was you were not intolerant to yourself. You've been educated, is the point, right? Uh huh. But why then would you hold it against people who haven't your level of sophistication <laughs> and education? If we went back on you just less than a decade, you would be doing the same things that sicken you over Kobe that you want him being taken out of work. In the playoffs, punishing not only him, but his team, his fans. That is the fucking intolerance. You know what I mean? Suppose of like some of the stuff that you said to Al Dukes or Freddie, we hurt your family, friends, and co-workers over it. That's the, fucking, that's the only point of this. And that w- would get you to start thinking about stuff. Is, is, uh, to me, it's the first part of if we're going to move forward. It's just not does how does this make me feel right now, but how does this work for us overall. Then we're going to have a what? A little bit of a country for ourselves, a little bit of society for ourselves. Um, here's uh, Rob, you're Rob. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: I didn't know I didn't know you went to me. Um so I, yeah, guys, I uh, I strongly believe that uh you can tell when they a uh, little kid is gay. My brother is seventeen and when he was eight years old he was doing in sync uh, dance moves in front of the video camera, you know, showing his uh you know, showing off for the camera and for us. And he finally came out of the closet when he was 16 years old. So we all joked around with my mom, oh, he's going to finally come out of the closet. And she's like, no, no, he's just having fun. You know, but eventually he did. And we were all, you know, our
2: assumptions were right.
1: All right, but but in this one case, yes, you are right, right? But there are a lot of little boys who do in sync moves that are not gay. And maybe they shouldn't be classified that way. There's oh, the right, point so- of it. Like, there's no, there's no doubt... In my mind, that the that the kids that we referred to as sissies when I was a kid, and mainly it's because they didn't want to run around and and get roughhouse and with the rest of us, they were like little boys. I remember they played hopscotch, you know. And you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, we got a kickball game brewing. Playing fucking dodgeball. Great. We need another guy, and look at you over here. What? And he would always say stuff like this: "We're already into this." I'm like, that's... So you already know, but I don't know if that means that the kid grew up to be gay.
4: Yeah, just just that time.
1: I mean, there's a lot of fucking people I look at now that I'm always shocked when they bring up their wife. You know? Like Paul Schaefer to me. Everything about him, if you were playing the fucking game, is he gay? Yeah, he is. And any Canadian comedian seems fucking gay to me.
4: Hey, the kids in the hall. I and mean, one of them is gay, but the rest
1: of them seem gay.
4: Yeah, I always was confused about Dave Foley.
1: You don't have he's to be. Droll. He's been married, and he's a uh, functioning alcoholic.
4: Well, I believe the second part.
1: Um, here's Jay. Jay, your
4: Hey, what's up, Ronnie?
8: Hey, I actually got something. I got a kid who's kind of like that. Um, he's eight years old, and he's a little effeminate. As far as he likes dancing and likes being up on stage and stuff like that. We took him to a psychologist, you know, to make sure everything is fine. And he's kind of giving us the heads up, you know, just be ready that he might be like that. Now, it's not saying it's guaranteed, but, you know, being that it's kind of like a forewarning just to let us know not to be surprised. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I, I think my kid, my kid, no matter what, I'm going to love him. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't matter what, but... uh Yeah, I mean, I think there's signs. I mean, again, there's not a a definite that he is that way. But if he is, he is. You know, and some kids go through the stage where, like you said, they want to be, you know, showmen And they want to, you know, oh, look at me dance and look at me do this and that. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going
1: to be gay. Right. I I definitely think it's crazy to even assume that. Some kids grow up and they love show business things and they want to be, you know, dressing up and all. And then they, like we said, they end up being Rob Lowe.
8: Exactly. Like, that's the other thing I think about is like, oh, okay, well, he might be somebody who loves the stage. He might be somebody big. I mean, Michael Jackson, I'm sure when he was just smaller, not to, to say my kid's going to be the next Michael Jackson, but you know what I mean? When he was young, I'm sure dancing around, some people probably thought there was something wrong with him, but that doesn't mean anything. I, yeah, we I think still it's, think
1: it's, there just, was something wrong just, with him. It doesn't have any, yeah. anything to do with being <laughs> gay.
8: Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, I just think it's too young to judge them at eight years old. And kids, like, like Hicks says, they don't develop their sexuality till a little later on anyway. So for you to judge them at that age, I think, is stupid of us as a society.
1: Mm. Uh, here, right, in, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, here Here's James in Missouri. You're James.
8: Hey,
5: yeah. I, I, I think that's bullshit, man. That, that, that website showing pictures of gay kids. I had two sisters growing up, man. One younger, one older. And I played dress-up, I played house, I played dolls and all that shit because I had to if I wanted them to go out and play ball with me. But right. you, could take pictures, you could take pictures of me when I was six years old and you would have, have thought I was Liberace, the way they had me all dolled up. But it was because I wanted to go out and I wanted to play some kickball in the backyard and I had to go through that shit. So
1: It, it is a very funny think- point that any, anybody who has uh, an older sister... Uh, any boy is going to uh, be forced to sing songs (laughs) and probably pushed in a fucking baby carriage longer than they need to be. Only because she wants to do it, you know? (laughs) Because you're fucking maintaining something in her. That makes sense. I think it comes back to it, whether we hold on tight or not, is there's no real difference. We're going to break here. Back in a couple of minutes. um, When we get back, Chris Stanley is going to give us a radio karate lessons. Mm-hmm. It's the Ron and Fez Show.
0: Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. Ron and Fez on the virus.
10: I will fear no evil. No al peligro. Because I walk, con I, walk con I walk with Jesus. I walk with Jesus. With Jesus. I, with Jesus. I walk with amicer. Jesus. I walk with Jesus. I shout with Jesus. I walk with Jesus. I stop with Jesus. <laughs> we stop I walk on the devil. We stop on the devil.
1: effect show. On a, I'm gonna guess Friday, because I know we got off tomorrow. Sleep in, everybody. It's a Thursday.
3: Uh, Thirty-second commercial for uh, Oprah's TV finale is going for one million dollars. Now, if she can get that much for a spot on her finale, it doesn't seem like this show is in all that trouble, that she's wrapping it up.
1: Did anyone ever say the show was in trouble?
3: Yeah, I I thought it was, that the ratings just weren't... Judge Judy was consistently beating her in the ratings, and it just wasn't where it used to be.
1: Right, but that doesn't make it in trouble. Being uh number two in daytime television is a pretty spectacular fucking place to be. There are tons and tons of syndicated programming. If you find yourself in the top 10, the top 20, you're going to continue to work. Um, And she's not getting a million dollars every day. She's just getting the million dollars for the finale. Uh, I don't watch her show, but am I going to watch the finale? Yeah. And you know why, Hicks? Why is that? History! Yeah. Like to be there for the history.
4: It's going to be huge. Oprah's gigantic.
1: Oh, come on.
4: I mean, she fucking keeps on ballooning up and down in (laughs) weight.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's what you mean by that. Oh, I don't know. I thought you meant she's a well-known personality. Yeah, she is not in trouble. She could she could fucking sign a ten-year contract today, but the problem is she's no longer going to be the way she was before. And like a lot of ballplayers, she goes, "Why not? You know, go out on top." And it isn't because somehow. Her show, like, here's the funny thing. Do you think you would even know Judge Judy if you saw her on the street? Oh, no, no. Do you know anyone who watches Judge
3: Judy? I have never heard of anyone watching Judge Judy.
1: And yet, she's very, very big, uh, particularly urban, where a lot of those people watch those shows because they end up knowing a lot of folks on there. It's like the way we watch Comedy Central. Hey, I know that, dude.
4: I fucking go on there. They pay for whatever small claims thing happens. So fuck you. All right, I'll go on. It's like getting a
1: quick thousand dollars. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
3: This seems huge for a daytime show, the $1 million, because I don't know of a primetime show right now that could sign off and get that kind of money. Um. I I mean, I don't think Jay Leno could do another... Well, that's not primetime, but I don't think Jay Leno could do another farewell show and get that. You
1: don't think uh, American Idol could get that kind of money? They don't get that on their big finale nights?
3: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: And I know when Seinfeld and Friends went off, they were up into the extra millions. Uh, I think it's $3 million right now for a... uh, But, you know, the whole can you get it? You'll end up paying on some kind of sliding scale anyway. The ratings will have to show up. Or else that company does make goods and shit like that. So those things always come in. The million dollars is to get people talking. But the fact of the matter, a lot of those people sign up on things based on ratings and demographics. I think that you could get it for a show called Hicks and Friends.
4: Oh, fuck yeah. I'll show whatever the fuck you want. I think think Oprah's last guests are going to be the
3: Obamas. The president and the first lady.
4: That would be nice, I guess. I don't know. She said she's not going to support him in the next presidential run. So, why, A, why, why would he go on there? B, why would she fucking, after shitting on him, fucking
1: invite him on? I think that the last shot of the show should be her and Gail riding off on minibikes, like those two fucking twins. That'd be he sick. He's to the Guinness Book of Records. I would be fucking crying like a bitch.
4: Fuck yeah. With the cowboy hats on... <laughs> pants.
1: I thought that they were wearing those overalls.
4: (laughs) Maybe that was like a different day.
3: (laughs) The the Can You Hear Me Now guy from Verizon commercials, he's finally, now that they're phasing out that campaign of Can You Hear Me Now, he's starting to talk about it uh, and the notoriety. He said that basically it's driven him nuts. That even at his grandmother's funeral, when they were starting to lower the casket into the ground, someone, he heard someone at the funeral uh, whisper out, uh, Can you hear me now? So he's, uh, at least his is a normal catchphrase. that's just spoken. It's not like someone yelling dynamite at you constantly. Or see it. Hmm. Jane Curtin uh, said that uh, she, she told Oprah...
1: No, Jane Curtin is the one that lived with the gorillas and was like one of them.
3: No, that was Jane Goodall. Oh,
1: she was funny. She's probably, Jane Goodall is probably my all-time favorite SNL cast.
3: Yeah, this was Jane Curtin from the uh, first cast of Saturday Night Live.
1: Do you know what her father invented?
3: No, I have no idea.
1: Curtin's. Up to that point, you didn't have any people. You should just put a fucking flag in front of their Holy window, shit. like college kids do. <laughs> I would have just bricked them. Still, after all these years, college kids are thinking, let's just fucking stick a flag up there. Fuck it, dude. There, There's a way of telling everyone you deal dope, by the way, if you decide to put a flag in your window instead of a curtain.
4: That's yeah, some grimy shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so that's fucking crack bother. time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I got some dark material I can post up.
1: Don't interrupt, Fez. He's talking about right. Jane Goodall. Go ahead, Fez. What'd she do? Discover the gorilla?
3: Oh, it was Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin discovered gorillas. No, that was Jane Goodall. This is Jane Curtin that I'm talking about.
1: I'm confused. Yeah. Right, there's a picture of her. Yeah.
4: No, that's Jane Goodall. Yeah, Jane Goodall wasn't bad looking back in the day. I prefer
1: Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I like Jane Goodall an Alien. <laughs> so Jane Curtin
3: told Oprah that uh, John Belushi was a misogynist. That sabotaged any of the work done by women on Saturday Night Live in those early seasons. In those
1: very, very early years. I think it's a little late to complain about it now, Jane. Um, it is in every Saturday Night Live book that's ever been written. Every single one. The Tom Shales book, the uh, Belushi book it was in. And I think they talked about it in the 70s. But he wasn't the only one, uh, Michael O'Donoghue. They were really pissed off that they had to work with women. And I think Michael O'Donoghue said the line of, to be funny, you really need a piece of meat between your legs.
4: <laughs> yeah, so why the fuck are you pointing out John, Jane? Good all?
1: <sighs> well, she was living with the gorillas for a long time. Oh. But I guess he was like a fuck He was cunty. But those were the days where, you know... Uh, I think that even the uh, show Anchorman Uh was kind of based on some of that. That's the way that they acted. Like I was just on the
4: other day. I was watching it.
1: But there's still a lot of guys today that don't think that women are funny. You'll hear it from a lot of comics, uh, particularly the unfunny ones. Women are bouncing us out of the way. The fuck? That should be my stage time, but tits is up there.
4: What's that hole doing walking up over there?
3: The women have dominated Saturday Night Live for seasons now.
1: Yeah, ever since, uh, what's her name? Um, Tina Fey. Which actually shows up in that same interview that you're talking about. Tina Fey was on that panel. Oh, okay. That was on Oprah. You're on Oprah kick today.
3: Yeah, I guess I got uh, too many Oprah stories. No, as it's fine. It, as, it's, as the show's winding down.
1: Well, she's marrying Prince Harry in a couple of weeks, so it's a big story for you. Fez is uh, doing a lot of Oprah and a lot of that Prince wedding. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was the fucking artist formerly and now currently known as Prince.
4: No, it's some white guy. Stupid. I don't know. Why isn't Prince fucking getting to become royalty?
1: Um, Nathan, you're on the run of Fez show.
2: Hey, buddies, How you doing? Yeah. Got have uh, got for you.
1: Okay, what do you have?
2: I've got uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones has uh, checked herself into a mental hospital to treat her bipolar disorder. Uh,
1: she's already out of it. Yeah. She was in it for five days. Well, then I stink. No, you don't stink. And some of my sources tell me that it was just the whole thing was just a ploy. Because she was having her tits done. And she didn't want anyone. She was so embarrassed. So she told everybody she was mentally retarded. (laughs) Her tits. There's something wrong with these titties. Come on, Catherine. It is so fucking weird how uh, bad the brain works these days. Yeah. People are falling apart. It's hard to be civilized. Animals don't have to put up with what we do. No. Animals can just fucking run around doing animal shit
4: and then get put down. And that's it,
1: the bipolar
3: thing i don't I wouldn't mind trying that for a while. I mean at least you are getting the manic up days uh, maybe it's just grass is always greener on the other side of the mental institution.
1: What's your point? You want to go into a mental institution?
3: No, but I'm saying that um bipolar i I don't really understand it, but it seems like uh, like. I would trade anxiety and depression for the bipolar, where you could get some up days.
1: Well, I thought that it was a, and I don't know enough about it, but I thought it was some kind of anxious and depressive thing. I thought it went back and forth. And I thought the thing of, it was the, that even when you're doing that, I'm going to fucking take the world on. It's still kind of a- anxiety pushing you.
4: Yeah, it's still crazy. It's yeah. still like not like a good place. It's just you're not horribly depressed. You're being positive, but in a
1: fucking The only way. mentally fucking, the only mental disease I ever wanted was Jimmy Stewart's in Harvey, where he had drank martinis, saw a rabbit, and seemed to be nice to everyone. It wasn't bad at all,
4: actually. The rabbit was fun.
1: Um, there was no rabbit. He was fucking retarded. Well, you know. Um,. Skyler, you're on run of Fez. Hey,
5: Ryan, do you get yeah. a chance to see that six-year-old girl who got frisked and drug tested at the airport by TSA? Yeah. What do you think of that shit?
1: Um, no, if I was to be offended by that, wouldn't I be offended by the whole thing? Oh, yeah, I am. I don't believe that it's police work at all. Um, here's Mike. Mike, you're on run of Fez. Hey,
2: boys. Yeah. Hey, I'm actually bipolar, and uh, hey, Fezzy, the, um, the manic days are a lot worse than the depression days. You spend all of your money, do crazy shit, and ruin your life. The things you do on a manic day, it's just, uh, just buying ridiculous shit, just going out of control, cheating on your wife, that kind of shit, dude.
1: Um, John, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hello? Yeah.
9: Hey, you guys skimmed there over Fezzi's great line right there. How the grass is always greener on the other side of the mental institution.
1: Well, I didn't skip over it.
9: Uh, nobody, no, nobody drew attention to it. There was no big laugh.
3: I didn't think it was that great of a line.
1: Well, I, I dude, think it's. Dude, I
9: was laughing. I was uh, laughing. A, I was just kind of forced laughing. All right,
1: <laughs> but you know, I get. I think it's a great line, but so, but I don't know. I don't always, you know. I'm not an outside laugher all the time. Sometimes I am. Some days I am. I don't know why people say it's some like of a fucking... Uh, of course you don't need to draw t- attention to it. No. I don't even remember my own lines half the time. Right. Well, I had cool? that line earlier. The grass is always greener on the other side of the mental institution. Was that an improv uh, line, fest? Yeah. Then I say your improv is improving. What? No fucking laugh? Where's my laugh, god damn it? I'm sorry. Fuck this show. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Maybe I need that fucking laugh track thing. We still have that laugh on here? I don't know what fucking page it is. This thing's a fucking mess. See, because I always thought the bipolar thing
3: was uh, you're just extra positive, where it's like when you're your down days, you're really down, but your up days are really positive.
1: Yeah, like we pointed out, you're wrong about it. Those yeah. fucking people are manic. Have you, ever, you never had, like, a manic episode where you're fucking all cooked up? No, you're fucking acting like a nut.
3: CNN's rumored to uh, want to bring uh, in the African-American audience for their 7 p.m. time slot. So what they want to do is the Chris Rock show. They're offering... <laughs> That's a good one.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't a joke. (laughs) So what are you just saying? Chris Rock is going to get a show on CNN? CNN wants to do the Chris Rock 7 p.m. show. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Fucking watch it. I'll be on it in a fucking heartbeat. Does he want to do it?
3: I haven't heard anything from Chris Rock. It sounds like, they, like they're saying they want to bring in the African-American audience, so they just want to bring in the most popular African-American they can think of.
1: No, they want a funny guy who can do a show. Chris Rock's show was great. <laughs> so you're saying it's a crazy idea that somehow that they're not reading African-Americans. I think they'll get a very, very nice Caucasian audience i can speak for the caucasians in my family that say we'll be watching the Chris rock show every night at seven i think it's fucking brilliant
4: fuck yeah it's a great name it's fucking hysterical
3: you don't think chris rock is funny no i don't no, i'm saying he's too big for cnn
1: that is now just, wait what, what if the fucking is john stewart too big for comedy central no of course he is He's a fucking network star, no doubt about it. But he stays at fucking Comedy Central so he can do a funny-ass show there. Hell yeah. Chris Rock could get a a fucking nice fucking gig going for himself and take huge money doing that show. I don't know why, but all three TVs, ESPN, has been frozen for an hour with Woody Page's fucking (laughs) hideous fucking face stuck like that. Now, I don't know what happened on every fucking TV. I believe it's Time Warner. I'm telling you, I am a fucking cunny hair away from ending this with Time Warner. I got a fucking email from a guy who's in my area who said that when our cable was out, it was done on purpose because they needed to fucking reboot some stuff, right?
4: Yeah.
1: Without a fucking warning to me. Yeah, they don't care. They're
4: not going to fucking warn you that the shit's going to go out there. because going to make you think, oh, yeah, it's an outage. Fuck
1: you. They oh they won't
3: even give you it's an outage. They'll act like it's not even happening. There's been no reports of any service interruption in your area.
1: Well they did tell me that it happened in my area when I called, and then they said we'll call you when we're back. Uh it was fucking it was horrible though. And I don't want to make a big deal about it. But I honestly think it was worse than the Holocaust.
4: You should make a big
1: deal about it. All I right, done was 100 times worse than the Holocaust. Feels like it. Things worse than the Holocaust. Stuff that happens to me. <laughs> because I got news for you. On a personal level, the Holocaust didn't even bother me. I know a lot of people complain about it, but I just wrote it out. You're not Jewish. Another thing that didn't bother me was the Khmer Rouge. I find the fact that there's a toddler running back and forth. Wait a minute, let me change that. A seventy-five pound three-year-old running back and forth in the apartment above me. The funny thing about him is that when I see him in the hall, uh, he runs like a linebacker. He's like like a fucking shuffling run back and forth like this, and he gets up at five thirty. Damn.
3: The FAA is saying that there's been four more cases. That's
1: pronounced fa.
3: The fa. Is saying that there's been four more cases of air traffic controllers asleep on the job at uh three separate airports across the country.
1: Well, they gotta wake them bastards up. I think the
3: answer would finally be get the uh air traffic controllers some sleep.
1: Steve, you're on the run and fetish show.
5: Hey Ronnie B, let me try and talk into some, some uh, Verizon files. Come on, get rid of that antiquated crap. That I'm going to do it. Bright House, Time Good. Warner, get that files fiber optic. I mean, come on, it's just it's I'm going to do it,
1: dude. I got the email about it yesterday, and I'm so mad at this fucking Time Warner thing that I'm going to do it. I've,
5: I've had Verizon files for four years now. Never a problem. Never a problem.
1: Do you ever have a problem?
5: No, no free right. free free Wi-Fi too. Come on.
1: I want somebody from that. Com- uh, yeah, I want it all. I want somebody from that company to send me all the updates of how I do it at ronifez at I'm too mad at Time Warner.
4: Look, a files triple play that looks nice. You got Extreme HD. Yeah. You get some internet and unlimited calling. That fucking sounds wonderful.
1: Oh, first of all, I only get fucking two calls in that line from my mom and from Fez. They're the only people who use my home line. Okay. And if- my mom won't call my cell phone because she's like this. I don't know whether you're out or what you're doing.
4: Well, she wants to be sure.
1: Yeah, you sound busy. I hear wind.
4: <laughs> Why <are you> outside?
1: <laughs> um, you know, this is the other thing that uh, my mom will do is she leaves a message. She will uh, kind of sign it at the end, what oh, like cool. it was a letter, like uh, so. At the end of it, uh, all right, this was mom. Give me a call. <laughs> I didn't want to bother. It's uh, great. Yeah, She's just. It's the. She talks so differently if she's being recorded. <laughs> when she knows. Yeah, when she's being recorded, it becomes this like it's she's giving a speech. Well, thank you very much. Glad to talk to everyone here today. Now I just have my mom as Albert Brooks. Hi, this is your mom. I never get what I want. I don't want a cookie, and I'm an adult. I need a meal. The Desert Inn has heart. Um, Here's uh, BK and NJ.
2: Dick Holder, 3201,
1: baby. they saying space, space,
2: space, space,
9: space, oh, space.
2: thank you. Ichiban, ready? Ichiban. China bans movies that have time travel in them.
1: Well, here's the reason why they they banned it. And it it's the interesting thing when you try to suppress people. Uh they don't want people going back and seeing how good China used to be before there was communism. They don't want that romanticized. So I guess one person made a movie where they went back in time and felt great.
4: Yeah. Yeah, basically.
1: That's that's what happened and they're just pissed. Right. And it's suppression, fuzz. Mm-hmm. It's like we were talking about earlier. It's pure I'm just going to try to do the show the same way and see if I can be funny that way. I have a hard time feeling that I can. Try it as an experiment, Hicks, just like Locking like this, okay. and see if you can do it It's, kind it's of... very, very hard to pull off.
4: I just feel really tense.
1: Physicality has a big part to do with everything.: Yeah, really. Uh, let's go over to Matt Boston. You're my fez.
5: My grandmother actually signs every voicemail like it's a 1920 letter to a war <laughs> hero. It's the funniest thing you've ever heard, <laughs> including the comma with the pause. Love you very much. Respectfully. Nana.
1: <laughs> Autumn has once again come to the Berkshires. I saw there was, uh, Ken Burns had some new statement out that said that we didn't call the United States the United States before um, the Civil War. Why don't you go over and take a look at that and see what he happened to say. I saw the headlines, but did, is, that, is that the headline? No, this is But this I didn't article. read it. Um, pepper? Yes. You've got a little call from Steve in Alberta.
4: Okay, Steve. What's up?
9: Hey, Pepper man. I uh, went to see Donnie Dumphy last night.
1: Oh shit.
9: Yeah, man. They rocked out. It was a wicked show. I didn't know if they were going to be able to pull it off.
2: It was it <laughs> was wicked, Why? dude. If you ever, if you ever get a chance to go see him, you totally got to check that out.
4: I would I definitely would. I wish he'd come down to New York. He'd fucking rock this he motherfucker. He can't get
1: into the states. Fuck. He can't get in the states.
4: There's Donnie, baby. I'm glad he's fucking still rocking the live shows. I'm happy What's about that. What's this weird song? Oh, this is off his album. This doesn't have a video though. This is just off. The, this is just a cut. Then the I don't
1: know it. I only know the stuff that had the videos.
4: Yeah, like having. A we
1: haven't. Yeah, uh, having a time. And what was the? Yeah, having a time is the first one, right? Having a time is the first one. We're gonna play that today. Beautiful. Um. Wish I had that coat. Uh, here it is according to the um uh, the Ken Burns new documentary that before the civil war uh we were described as a collection of states so that you would say the United States are going to start trade with China okay rather than today you say the United States is going to start trade with China oh shit so we were more of a collection of states than we were thought of as a central federal government.
4: That's crazy. Like a bunch of city-states just hanging out together, but not really...
1: Well, not in terms of city-states, because we, they weren't states named after cities as with the Greeks.
4: What about New York?
1: Yes, that was a whole state.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. Not just the city-state of New York, which is a lot of people would like to have New York City. Turned into a city-state. I'm sure. But I think it would be, you know, kind of mean to Yonkers, if so, I'm just being honest with you. Well, Yonkers is like, wait, we're so close to you, but now we got to go up with Albany? No, we'll throw in the raceway. <laughs> you can't. You can't just start to spread it up. <laughs> by a city, baby. It's like Mohegan Sun, but Then you're worse. invading <laughs> into the other state. I'd rather evade other states than I would invade.
3: Or eBay them. What do you mean by that? Sell some off. Mm. Just put them up on the eBay auction site. (laughs) Tastebuds.fm. They're a dating site that matches people together based on their musical tastes. Uh, They did a survey of fans of which bands are more likely to uh, have sex on the first date. And the fans of what band are least likely to have sex on the worst date?
1: Um, I consider this already the most bullshit fucking poll I've ever heard in my life. First of all, all they're trying to say is, our music rocks, and their music is lame.
4: Yeah. You'll listen to that if you want to get laid, dude.
1: Um, Because they'll act like, well, sure, you want to fuck the Pantera.
4: (laughs) Who doesn't? That's a
3: so the uh the band's fans that uh they said would put out the most was uh nirvana and they said the least was coldplay
1: well again i don't even know how you would go by that i don't know i don't know how you can say that the Coldplay listeners don't fuck, and the Nirvana listeners do. But again, do you really care? You're looking at the quality of the person that you're with at the time.
4: Yeah, I would. That's think... That's
1: like saying, "Well, you do a lot better with hookers." <laughs>
4: it's great. I pay for. Them.
1: Wow. I don't know. Is anyone getting hard on listening to this song? It's <laughs> yeah. sexy. Wayne. Wayne, you're on a fez. Hey,
2: Roddy B., I heard you say that uh, Dumfries can't get into the United States. Is that true?
1: Oh, no. I was joking. That's why oh, you're death oh. after. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bradley Cooper is uh, maybe getting uh, the lead in the remake of The Crow, the old Brandon Lee
1: movie. Then I'm going to send him out a congratulatory note and ask him if he ever needs new representation.
3: So is uh, is, uh, Bradley Cooper, is he the funny guy or the action guy? Because I think he's trying to be action guy now.
1: Was he ever funny guy?
3: Well, I thought with The Hangover. Was he the funny guy in The Hangover, though? No, he wasn't the funny guy
1: there. He was kind of like supposed to be the cool guy.
3: And I think he's done
1: rom-coms. Um, yeah, I think what he is is trying to be an actor where he is not, uh, and I don't, I don't think he's a movie star yet. I don't think that you could say people are showing up at Bradley Cooper films.
4: Yeah. Showing up for him. That's for sure. You'll someone you recognize. He's like a placeholder for a fucking actor. Almost.
1: Well, that's a little cruel, isn't it?
4: I'll be cruel then.
1: (laughs) You went a little far with it, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, he did nothing to you. Here's a. But oh, offer you friendship.
4: Here's a white man who can remember his lines. Go. I still
1: think him crying on the actor's studio is some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen that. What the fuck was he crying over? Because he's the first graduate. I fucking played for you. You were in here. Don't you even remember anything? <laughs> he's the first graduate of the actor's studio. So when they asked him any questions at the beginning of it, he was just crying. What a douche. Like he couldn't believe that he finally made it from the fucking first row, and then he got to bring his chair up and turn it around.
4: Good for you, Bradley. It was
1: really, really moved.
4: <laughs> Great. we got going to cry
1: about next. But don't you think that there's a lot of actors that don't fit into any one genre? Yeah, I guess so. Um... Well, if you only guess, then maybe we're not sure, but I, I just don't think that he's like the household name yet. So, you know, he's trying different things. He's definitely trying. But would you say Vince Vaughn is the funny guy or the dramatic guy? Because he's done a lot of dramatic parts. I'd say he's the funny guy. But how many dramatic movies has he done?
3: Uh, I guess quite a few. Jurassic Park, Swingers.
1: I thought of Swingers dramatic, I guess. Uh, But, I mean, like, he played serial killers and shit like that. Oh, yeah.
4: With uh, Joaquin Phoenix? That fucking white yeah. movie?
1: Yeah, it's Clay Pigeons.
4: Clay Pigeons, yeah. Lester the Molester.
1: I don't think a lot of people are there to go, um, can you please put me in a box?
3: Hotels may start using a new computer chip that can be sewn into towels and bathrobes and sheets to track them down after they've been stolen from the
1: hotel. Well, you mean the hotel would sew it into, or would it just come with it?
3: Well, I guess the uh, hotels would be using these things. They so would, it would come that way. Yeah, they would be ordering these things to use in the hotels.
1: Yeah, I've uh, been reading stuff about this kind of stuff for years, that, that all your clothing is going to have stuff in it. Even down to in the future, uh, it'll be kind of more or less a uh, a talk camera in your shirt.
4: They'll get small enough. It's coming.
1: Yeah. You're just going to be watched constantly. Fuck. I would
3: hate that. This doesn't even seem necessary. It's like if the maid goes in and the bathrobe is missing, they know who to charge it to. The person who was just in the room. And I can understand stealing a bathrobe, but who wants those scratchy hotel sheets?
1: Um... Here's oh <laughs> Here's Dick Pussy, you're on the Run of Fez show.
2: Hey boys, I just wanted to uh, say thank you for playing the laugh track. Sometimes I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh, and that's really helped me out with that.
1: <laughs> hey Ruben, you're on the Run of Fez show.
5: Hey, what's up, Ronnie B. Hey. Uh, how many real movie stars are there today? I mean, Adam Sandler, Will Smith?
1: Yeah, those are movie stars. I think you would call Johnny Depp. Brad Pitt. uh, Movie star Brad Pitt. Movie star George Clooney. uh, Movie star... um, I guess Angelina Jolie is a movie star. Julia Roberts is a movie star. Yeah. But I don't think anyone is guaranteed box office anymore. You know, you run through a period where you are like... Jim Carrey was for a while. Will Ferrell was for a while. Um, it just burns but, out. yeah, it kind of burns out on it. And you know, Johnny Depp is a movie star if he puts on the pirate costume. But I don't know if any every other film he does is going to draw like that.
4: Everything else he did before that, I think, was just weird. I mean, people just like.
1: But I thought it was great. I mean, I no, think he's no. a great actor. Yeah, he's great. Well, you called it weird.
4: Well, no, he's fucking. It's it's fucking. Edward Scissorhands is a weird movie, but he was
1: fucking great in it. What's weird? A kid has scissors for hands, and and he lives in a suburban town in Florida that he looked down from from a giant mountain. That's normal? I find it somewhat average.
4: Vincent Price was there.
1: Strange.
3: Tokyo's Disneyland is uh, reopening for business this Friday i understand getting back to business as usual but i couldn't plan like a pleasure trip to japan right now it would seem almost rude to those people
1: well most of the people who go to tokyo disney Mm -hmm. uh, aren't coming from the united states that's just for people who live in japan oh um because it's the same Disney that you know. It would be like planning a trip to the McDonald's um, 50 miles from your house and going there and eating their fries. Ooh. So yeah, you know, Euro Disney, Americans don't go there. Local people go. Yeah, they can't get
4: all the way out to Florida. Or California.
1: And it is uh, helpful to bring them. Remember after 9-11 mm-hmm. when our towers fell? What did we ask for?
3: Business as usual.
1: And tourism.
4: Yeah. All right, yeah. Get that tourism money.
1: (laughs) I think... I think that was inappropriate 9-11 laughter. And I'm just going to bring that up to uncomfortability.
4: This crowd is out of hand.
1: I remember when I was a kid, I was always saying, Mom, Dad, can we please go to the Tokyo Disney?
4: Wow,
3: really? Yeah, I, I did... I was... I was thinking that maybe Americans would stop there on their way through, but through where uh, Tokyo like it was one more Tokyo thing to see,
1: oh, maybe they do, but i I also know that that 's why we put these things out there. My goal is to be eaten in every rainforest cafe that there is because i I like to eat when my clothes are damp and musty. You ever eaten in one of those places? No, no It's no, like no. a hot steam that That's goes it. by. It's the fucking worst. Are they gone sense. now? Be- I don't fucking know. I'm only joking. Be- be- I, know, <laughs> because... <laughs> I walked into one of the places. I pissed on the floor and walked out. And that also isn't true. <laughs>
7: no, I
3: believe that, it. That ozone smell was just... Uh, oh, it's like... Why pump in a bad smell while you're trying to let people eat. What? Um Pia, the uh, girl who was thrown off of American Idol last week. She was thrown off? Well, she was voted out. America oh. got rid of her. Uh. They dumped her, they ditched her.
1: You sound angry. No. No. Oh, I don't know, I don't know what's happening then. I don't know mm. what I'm I'm hearing. Uh she
3: no she feels that uh the elimination process should include the judges as well.
1: That, that they, they sh- should be eliminated. I'm wow. voting against Randy.
4: Yeah. Why is he Come still on, there?
1: Come on, dog. Why vote me out, dog? <laughs> Come on, it's me, Randy. But no one. I'll tell you, no one has done more with less than Randy fucking Jackson. <laughs> He's fucking holding on there. He's
4: surviving. I give him
1: the. I seriously, he may be the greatest American ever.
4: Plus the journey thing. Come on.
3: That show last night—it was just cheating on there. How can one contestant bring out Zach Wild?
1: Haven't they done that kind of stuff before?
3: I thought they only did it like on like the last night when it's down to two people and they match them up with uh, 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 mus- famous musicians and celebrities.
1: I, I, I it's tough. Sometimes I'll see this show, but I can't sit around and think about it, like, if it's fair or not. or I don't know what to say about it. I like fatter Randy than skinny Randy. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree there. He looks sickly. It doesn't look good for him. Come it on. looks like he's, he sucked a spoiled cock. <laughs> Why do, <don't> you, <laughs> guess what? I'd rather have a laugh than have you throw up in your mouth. That's not the sign of a punchline.
3: So, but that uh, to let someone uh, go out with a big finale. Finally.
1: We're, exactly. We're in America.
3: We don't use their words. With Ozzy's guitarist playing, it's just ridiculous. It's it's totally cheating.
1: Sounds like they're going to get a pretty cruel email from a Miss Fez Marie Watley. Dearest American Idol, I for one of. Of furious about Zach Wilde appearing on stage last night. What's going on there? My cat and I could not believe what we were witnessing. Consider me the newest Fios customer.
4: What's
0: that? To do with it? You heard
1: me, sir. <laughs> you heard me. All right. Now I'm going to take off my Confederate hat <laughs> and throw it at my television set. Racist. Zach Wilde. Instead of Zach Wilde, they should have just brought on Buck Wilde, the old fucking New York morning show. I don't know whatever happened to them. Oh, shit. Welcome, are Buck Wild. Today's show is going to be, I'm going to fuck your baby! I think that's why they he got fired. I don't know if it was him or two people. I don't know who Buck Wilde was, but it, is it Buck and Wilde?
4: No, it's Star and Buck Wilde. Buck Wilde <laughs> was like a kid he found.
1: Well, one of them... Said that he was gonna fuck the competition's <laughs> six year old child and he got uh busted for it, you know, they throw him off the show and they interviewed him, he goes, Look, I gotta go buck wild. They know that. <laughs> nah, I made that part up. <laughs> so Fez, you're done with American Idol?
3: Oh no, I'll keep watching it, but it's uh I will I'll see if this kid that they uh that they're padding the way for how far he goes in this thing.
1: Well, he's one of the favorites, right, Screamy?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, the Screamer is one of the favorites. Good.
1: Um, well, I think I would make it uh, um, fair this way. Every one of the contestants gets uh, Zach Wild with him, whether they want him or not. Work so, with it. So someone who's up there is... You know, just fucking singing a song. Um, they call me Mellow. He's just fucking riding it out. Jesus. I don't know why I thought they would be singing M- Mellow Yellow. I couldn't think of a song that they sing on that fucking show.
4: Show blows.
1: There it is. I'm just mad about Saffron.
10: Saffron's mad about me. I'm just mad about Saffron.
1: She's just mad about me. They call
10: me Mellow Yellow.
1: (laughs) All right, stop this, sir. It's driving me crazy. I'll fucking hunt this bastard down. Uh, We got this written to us at 202, friends, uh, from Fantastico. Uh, Who does the Tokyo Disneyland open for? No one is tall enough uh, for the rides. (laughs) (laughs) All right, easy, saddle down.
4: Saddle
7: (laughs) down!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Remember that every time I used to hit that siren... Dave and Fez would automatically get their pens and run for the cowbells. Because they would be like, "Yes, I'm ready right now. I have a <laughs> pen with me." They were the fucking nuttiest two pricks I ever saw in my life. Siren series. I'll tell you this, uh, Fez. I don't know if you've ever been as good as when you were with Dave McDonald.
3: You mean in the Siren series? No, head in to any- head to
1: head. No, anything in life.
3: Yeah, I always loved Dave. I got we bumped heads time to time.
1: Is but- that how your neck got scratched?
3: Oh, no, that's just me.
1: Show Hicks. Gotcha.
3: Let me see.
4: Oh,
1: my God, Fez. You've clawed your neck all up today.
4: Fez. You want some uh, and I,
1: I have made it a point. I'm not going to let you get into sad talk today because uh, I had a talk yesterday with one of the bosses, and we're going to bridge everything. But you got to take some of your talk off the air. Okay. Keep it for professionalism.
3: Right. Uh, Taylor Swift says she will never pose nude, and we're never going to see her in skimpy clothing. Okay. I say famous last words.
1: What do you say, every woman's a whore?
3: No, I just say that I think we're going to see... We'll eventually see Taylor Swift in something skimpy.
4: She wears a lot of fucking gowns. Jesus Christ.
1: That's because she's got some big fucking gangly straw legs. Yeah. Which again is probably hurtful to say, "Gangly straw legs." I was called "gangly straw legs" as a child. He's gonna write a song about it. What you reading, Fezzy?
3: Um, just uh, looking for something.
1: What are you looking for?
3: Uh, something else. I'm out of stuff.
1: Fez is out.
4: Fez is out.
1: Well, let's always remember the height of where you ended it today. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift.
4: I can't find any skanky pictures
1: of her. Are you just trying to fucking run down everything Fez says instead of backing him up? She's a whore. You heard him say it.
3: See, that looks skimpy to me. What's that? Which one? The The topper. The topper. The top upper right hand corner.
1: Which is wearing a fucking? That
3: wasn't the one. Oh. No. Where's Topper? Scroll up.
1: It's good radio. Let's just fill it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we take a big ass break here, uh, when we get back, Hixie, what's on your mind? Oh, there's a movie coming out on
4: Friday that I want to talk about. That uh it's not a big release, but it's Is it Armageddon too? It's not Armageddon 2, actually. It's at There's least even
1: rock. more fucking rocks coming. <laughs>
4: There's more and Steven Chemi's um, gonna rock it.
1: Bruce Willis's brother, Nick Cage, is the only one that can do it this time. <laughs> and he also has a daughter that's dating the person there.
4: Oh no, that's not happening. I don't think so at least. Rough next right again. <laughs>
1: Alright, Hicks is gonna tell us about a secret movie. Secret. In moments. Here's something about the end of America, hopefully. It's only hope. It's the Ron and Fez show.
0: The virus. Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez
7: show. Ah.
10: 50 bucks rolling smokes for a First thing I bought was a case of beer and a rubber. I was born in the cabin, the boys were two. Looking at each other, sugar dies at you. There's nothing like sitting with a bottle of screech, a purity cracker, and a bucket of salt beef. Then heads the gymmers to get me script, and you know what that means—1,200 Drop down the nine sitting next to me I'm weighing grams, she's watching Jeopardy See, I get some inspiration from the movie Dune Best order wasn't good it was Booga Boom
8: Donnie, Donnie, Donnie
10: Brenda, what do you want?
8: Take us for a ride, take us for a jaunt On
10: the 50, get her on the go, get her on the grass. I don't mind on the front I don't mind on the back Stop at the shop for a loaf of bread Spent all our money on Nevada's instead Jerry. If you got beef with feet I wouldn't be so inclined. Cause I'm not freaking around. And I'm just having a time, having a time, having a time. That's what I said, I'm just having a time. Breakfast, having a time. Wheelie, having a time. Headlocks, having the time. a time. Drunk tank, not so much a time. If you got beef with dumpy, Up with two black eyes Your mother had it coming And I'm still having a time (laughs) (laughs) Hash, Spider only smokes the hash by Goldstein Yeah, hash only gives you so fucking high unless you got a four wheel drive I'll (laughs) say this once and I'll say it clearly Dumpy's on the cup next to Danny Cleary I'm Clyde Brenda's Bonnie You may drink like a fish but a fish drinks like Donnie Was gonna ask Brenda to marry me but then wrestling came on It was WWE Come on, get down with the dumb persona Case of beer pack of darts and the rest in bologna So pour yourself a brew cause about to get sterling. This one's for the boys up in Fort McMurray. You got beef with dumpy. I wouldn't be so inclined. Cause I'm not freaking around. And I'm just having a time. Having a time. Having a time. That's what I said. I'm just having a time. George Street. Having a time. Brenda. Having a time. Bingo. Having a time. House arrest. Still having a time. No luck. That's my story. What are you at? With Danny Williams, I'm putting Newfoundland on the map. And Labrador. We're back.
1: Donnie Dunphy uh, Higgs thought that they were going to be the new Dant word. And. Uh, what happened? Come on. Well, it's, yeah. uh, it's still possible. That girl is that fucking South African girl that was like the most craziest, weirdest, sexiest thing that's ever happened to the planet.
4: Yeah, it's really fucking... That South African shit's nuts.
1: She is the most repulsive, hottest chick at the same time. It's- like, she completely weirds me out, and yet I want to keep her with me and forever. Mm-hmm. I don't that. even understand how that would happen. I guess it only goes down in South A.
4: Yeah,
1: when they're just <laughs> doing God knows what down there. Lord knows. It's time to talk a little bit of movies. And it seems like the movie, man, has got something going on this weekend Uh, before we get to Hicks. It's Jababy. Jababy. What's happening, dude?
6: Hey, what's up, buddies? You. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, No, I just wanted to call in. uh, I I talked about it a bunch on the show. I sort of hinted at it. But today is the first day I can officially say that last summer, when I went to Vancouver, I went to visit the set. Uh, the new Planet of the Apes movie, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and all my covers just went online. Uh, I, now I work for Slash Film, but at the time I worked for a different site. So um, it's all up on Collider.com, C-O-L-L-I-D-E-R.com. Mm-hmm. I've got a full like diary of my visit and a video blog and interviews with James Franco and Andy Serkis and just blew it out. And uh, the trailer also came online today, too, for the movie.
1: Now, I don't know anything about this. This is like the apes rising, right? Yeah.
6: It's, it's what would happen now, today, in 2011, that would eventually, in hundreds of years, make Planet of the Apes a reality. So it's about James Franco as a scientist who's working on a way to cure Alzheimer's. And he comes up with this medicine that just happens to also um, make these apes sort of intelligent, he starts rise he starts like raising this one ape and the ape starts to become self aware of how apes get treated and this one ape this like really intelligent ape that's played by Andy Serkis in full performance capture sort of like avatar but on a different technological level um ends up you know getting all these apes together and sort of overtaking something at some point and that's sort of where the movie ends so the movie ends with the apes beginning this whole thing
1: All right. now when you went there, the reason why you haven't brought it up, you had to sign some kind of agreement?
6: Yeah, you're not suppo- you're, you're supposed to go up because obviously they shoot a movie now, and then it comes out a year later. Right. You know? So you're not allowed to talk about um, what you've seen because they want to sort of control the marketing of it. Right. They don't want a lot of the information out. And now that we've seen a couple stills and the trailer is out, now the marketing machine is in full swing. The movie comes out in August. So, now we're allowed to talk about everything that we've seen.
1: So, for you, you don't even know whether it's a good movie or not?
6: No. I don't know. And it's hard to say. I mean, the trailer itself is actually... It's kind of cool, but it's not as uh, as impressive as I would have expected from the things that I saw. Inside. All
1: right. Turn down the lights. Yeah. We're going to watch a little uh, trailer. Or sit and stay in the same position. Doesn't matter either way. But the point is this. I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to talk to G-Baby. Or whether this is something we want to see or not.
10: Our drug allows the brain
9: to repair itself.
10: We call it the cure.
9: The cure. We're ready to move on to the next phase.
8: This one. This is wrong, Will.
2: This has the potential to change lives.
8: Some things aren't meant to be changed.
9: Does it work like we
2: predicted? With one exception. The drug has
1: radically boosted brain functioning. You mean increased intelligence? visual effects company did the avatars hilarious.
10: we got a fatality you have no idea what you're dealing with they're not people you know
1: Sorry, this is the first time I ever fell asleep during a trailer. Um, so, who all did you interview from this?
6: Uh, we talked to Franco, uh, mm-hmm. and this was before Franco was as big as he is now. Uh, and then we talked to Andy Circus, who plays the main ape um, Caesar. Um, you don't see there, but you see his ape. And then we talked to one of the other apes. It was actually, as set visits go, not as extensive as some of the other ones. We showed up towards the end of the shoot. John Lithgow already wrapped. Brian Cox had already wrapped. Uh, Frida Pinto was there, but we didn't get to talk to her. She didn't want to do press. Well,
1: who's she? You'd act like um,
6: I know. Uh, but uh, from seeing, from being on set, the thing that really struck you was n- not really perf- Frank's performance. The story seemed pretty interesting, but it was like that they're taking the motion capture, performance capture thing to another level again. You know, like Avatar sort of is the the gold standard, right? And but he shot that whole thing on you had to shoot all of that on this like sort of stage, which is this blank sort of room with cameras in it. Now with this movie, they shot all that stuff on live set. So all the sets had cameras all around the entire like live set um, so that they could actually shoot these performance captures on the set. Plus they're shooting them outdoors now um, on sets. They would make a set outdoors. That whole uh, Golden Gate Bridge thing you saw, that's the end of the movie and They shot all of that performance capture outdoors in that. So technically this movie is going to be really impressive. Um, The story, what I was worried about is that it's coming out in the summer and it doesn't look like it's got that much action to it. It's sort of more of like a a human piece about an ape who's conflicted and becomes, you know, aware of what's going on in the world and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I guess we're going to have to wait to see more about how entertaining it's going to be. Uh, And Franco sort of looks sort of blah in the trailer at least. Um, So... I don't know, but, like, it, I, I learned a lot of things about the sets and about the technical stuff and some more story details that I put into my set visitor on Collider, and you can hear me talk about it, too. All
1: right, we'll get a link up for that on 202 Friends. Well, congratulations, G-Baby. I'm always happy that you're doing more and more stuff. Um, any? Uh, oh, you know what? When you brought up the James Franco, I was reading an article the other day that they were saying that Your Highness movie might have stepped because of the Oscar performance, that they think Uh, that that instead of getting the bump up from the Oscars, he's going just the opposite.
6: I think it might have taken it a little bit, but do you think that would have, you know, if that was the case, maybe Natalie Portman would have helped it. I mean, she won a fucking Oscar. Right. So you would think, I don't think it was really that. I think the movie is just not very good. It's not a terrible movie. It's Mm -hmm. a very forgettable comedy. And I think, plus it came out the same weekend as Arthur, so.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a giant mistake on both their parts.
6: Yeah, exactly. So, it did, um, And then that's why that movie Hannah, which is actually good and different than everything else, sort of did well that weekend. Um, yeah, Your Highness just wasn't that good. I don't think Frank had really anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. You'll find an audience on DVD, though, just because it's sort of a stoner thing.
1: Yeah, it's just weird that you would have thought people would have showed up for that, but they didn't. I don't know who to yeah. blame it on. Or, and uh, I know the reviews were awful, but then little Sam told me uh, that he liked them a lot. So I don't know. I'll have to say it when it comes to TV.
4: Yeah, he's constantly high, and so who knows? You love that.
1: You love the high end bit, right?
4: <laughs> all right, G
1: right, baby. Anything out this weekend?
4: Uh, the big um,
6: Scream Four comes out this weekend, um, which I've seen. And if you like the Scream movies, it's a it's a fun movie. I'm a fan of the Scream movies, so I enjoyed this on an extent. But it's not very good. The uh, it's really all about just the killing and the the references and the being self aware, and that's sort of what the movie is about so there's not really much of a story or character development. It's sort of a very blah.
1: I thought the first Scream movie was pretty witty and pretty funny, and uh, then I'm like, they're just beating it up, and now they're like, hey, what if this was a sequel? And you're like, well, come on. (laughs) You know, like, when you're actually using stuff, like we all, when we're talking about the Long Island uh, killer, we are, in the back of our heads, using just fucking basic, just movie uh, logic, not real life logic, like a cop would, <laughs> but just movie logic. Mm-hmm. All right, G yeah, baby.
6: Yeah, so fans of fans of the series will like that. That's going to be big this weekend. And uh, there's something else, but I don't really care.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear about you and your girlfriend breaking up.
6: Uh, well, that didn't happen.
1: But uh, I'm just going by the rumors. Oh, okay. I right, better talk to her right now. Yeah, you better give her a call and stop some of the rumors. <laughs> All right, talk All right. to you later. How's it going, buddy? Peace out. Peace out. There's G Peace. baby.
4: Peace, G, Baby.
1: Um the new movie it's called Monkey Lot and it's because there's a lot of monkeys and they're all in the same parking lot. It's Monkey Lot.
4: They're having a great time.
1: Having a the time. Having... Uh, would you see this, Hicks?
4: I don't know. It doesn't I think it's going up bomb.
1: I seriously couldn't bet, pay attention to the entire trailer. Uh, that... I felt like I'd seen that fucking movie a million times. Yeah. The scientist who Fuck with nature. You know, you yeah. As if every scientist doesn't fuck with nature. Yeah. That's your fucking job <laughs> to try to move nature over. A farmer's job is to fuck with nature a little bit.
4: And really, where's more humans and guns than there are monkeys? Unless they have a fucking monkey farm in that goddamn science hole where he's hanging out at. And even if. Well, we'll fucking
1: destroy the monkeys <laughs> in a fight.
4: Unbelievable. James Franco.
1: Uh, what was the movie you went Oh,
4: about? um. Atlas Shrugged, the fucking movie. They actually, they finally made a movie out of it. It, I guess it was like a development hell for like 30 years or something. More than that. Right? (laughs) And uh, the only reason it was made, I was reading, was because two days before production went into place, they were going to lose the rights to make the fucking movie.
1: Right, so they just made it with whoever.
4: (laughs) Just random people. There's like no stars in it whatsoever.
1: It won't be seen by anyone.
4: Yeah, it's Atlas Shrugged Part
1: 1. You know, I remember there was supposed to be an on the road out... And there was supposed to be a, and it's one that I definitely wanted to see, was um, the electric Kool-Aid acid test from those books. Yeah. And, and then I never heard about it again.
4: It's very straight. I guess people just buy up the rights and no one ever.
1: No, but these were ones they were actually shooting and they had an IMDB page.
4: <laughs> so there were people actually attached.
1: But, you know, when I was talking to Morgan uh, Spurlock yesterday, or as Hicks calls it behind his back, sperm lock, mm-hmm. you hated him?
4: I don't know. He was okay. The mustache. Uh,
1: to the me, it's, the, the fucking code thing was like an immediate turnoff to me. We're on the radio. Well, he's, he's Stop. get the word out for Palm Presents. Wonderful. I know. Stop going into You know what I mean? Don't have a couple. Of, just fucking talk to me. Don't act like I got my catchphrases. Check
4: and, out my JetBlue patch, Ron.
1: stories. What's your brand? Right now, the Hicks brand is not having a brand. his <laughs> brand X. is... Fez's brand is Branded, when he called himself that the other day. I think he did that off the air, though. Yeah. That was I'm, one of my fucking... I'm like, say shit like that on the air. Call yourself Branded. Yeah. All but one man died in Bitter Creek. Now people actually get around to knowing that because of um, Big Lebowski. That okay. was the fucking TV show that he was talking about, Branded. <laughs> you, sir, are an inspiration. <laughs> Talking of fucking Lunger.
4: It's fucking great.
1: I don't know. You know, these summer movies, they're so fucking uh, depressing. They really are. Hey, Skinny Pete, you're on the fez.
8: Yeah, Ron, listen, I'm always, always on your side. But I got to differ with you on this one. The monkeys, I'm scared to death of them. You said we would take the monkeys in a fight? You're to be kidding me. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm afraid... Look, I've heard some rough hombres before, and none of them are off hands and ripping faces off. And I'm, I'm sure that they're about a year away from figuring out weapons, too, so don't go down that road.
1: Dude, first of all, Higgs is right, there's not enough of them. And second of all, when, have you, when was the last time you heard of a war being hand-to-hand combat? <laughs> when the fucking Romans were beating up on Carthage? Fucking ninjas. Fuck dead shit. We're going to drone that. We'll drone the fucking entire African um, jungles apart.
4: Can't wait. I can't wait to do that.
1: And then again, you know, those fucking chimpanzees are just as far away from spider monkeys and orangutans as they are from us. It's not like they're going to be working together.
4: They're not friends. They fight each other.
1: No one ever loops up like that. Well, it comes out in August. I'm going to call it Argus and hope that there's a pirate movie. That comes. I out had a, a strange feeling. I'm not going to see many movies this fucking summer. Now, I'm going through like the next
4: three, four months. It's not even. It doesn't seem like there's that many blockbusters coming out. Or you know, like t- tra- traditional popcorn, fucking giant movies. It's like Thor. I think is probably the first one coming out.
1: Thor is like the first one that isn't a, you know, uh, a sequel. You know, there's yeah. Wolverines, and I think there's... you Excellent. know yeah, another,
4: a new X-Men's coming out. You know,
1: but you've seen it already. It's like... Yeah. Not that big a deal for you. But, you know, with Thor, I know Blowhard's looking for it. At least <laughs> you can pretend. But, you know, I was reading this piece in... Um, I think it was Vanity Fair. I think it was James Walcott. Who said, like, they have put out so many comic book movies that they've destroyed that genre. That it no longer matters that people aren't sitting around going I can't wait for the next Batman it's or I exciting. can't wait to yeah because you've flooded the fucking market
4: even from like the big ones to the small ones like kick-ass which was a tiny fucking book before and it, they bought the right stuff before the comic book actually even came out right
1: now that one I liked I thought hey this is kind of fun yeah. this is different but they didn't even pick up the comic book audience because no. the comic book audience just wants to go see I don't know green lantern or yeah. something if they even do yeah it's, it's not down. like you know even the people are like, oh, comic book movies rock, fuck you. And they go, what about Fantastic Four? That sucked. <laughs> so even you know, they've diluted the market, and most of the time it doesn't even look like any of this shit is happening.
4: It, uh, Captain America looks really, sh- uh, it doesn't look very good to me. I don't know. The,
1: the reality of it is most of this stuff works best as a comic book. Because that's where it belongs.
4: That's the medium. It was great. Yeah. There you go. And Look Atlas
1: Shrugged at works as a novel. That's where it belongs. Novel. Yes. <laughs> where really you're going to go like this. I'm going to put this down because I'm fucking kind of confused. and I'm. I don't want to say this, but I'm bored. I don't want to appear stupid to people. I want to act like I'm all caught up in it. But I felt like I got her point fucking chapters ago.
3: Well, Warner Brothers took so long in getting their DC Comics movies out there that they let the Marvel sa- uh, comic movie saturate it. So even the big Superman or uh, movie couldn't be excited about because it was already uh, o- overfilled.
1: It also stunk. Oh, yeah. We all went to see it. (laughs) So you can't blame it on the other competition. That movie stunk because you can't believe in this day and age that this myth doesn't hold up anymore. The myth belongs to like the 1930s. That's where it belongs.
4: Don't belong in 2000. Well, they can say they're gonna fucking create one where now it's more realistic. That's what they're saying. They can say
1: that all they want, but the mythology itself doesn't exist for us in this day and age. But people are already shitting on a director because his
4: last movie just blew so hard. It what was his was last Sucker Punch. Uh, it was a big always, campaign yeah. for it, but it just no one could understand it. it well, they said they
1: didn't even, a, you know, they just had action rather than a fucking plot.
4: Yeah, literally no plot. Yeah, and then everyone's just like, I can't believe this guy blows so hard. Uh, the Green Lantern movie's not even
3: uh, finished yet. They're still, like, uh, casting people to do voiceovers for some of the characters. So it sounds like this thing is a disaster, and they're having to, like,
4: patchwork it on the way in. I don't know anything about them. I thought it had come out already, just to be honest. I thought it already came out and went.
1: To... It did. Me and I went there. Oh, I... I took you out for that, drinks, big dinner, and then you said you'd pay me back.
4: Really? Yeah, How much you're... do I owe you?
1: You owe me 1100
4: Oh, jeez, that was a hell of a night, huh?
1: You could make it up to me, though, and yeah. I, it, I want you to kill my neighbor's kid so I can sleep in in the morning.
4: Well, I'll, I'll say no on the air, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's 1100 Right. That's a lot of fucking money. I don't have it, Ron. Mm. So... When, when would I have to kill him? So <laughs> you're just trying to figure out a way out. <laughs> Well, the Hangover Two should be big.
1: Hanging over even more.
4: Even though what they Liam Leeson, Liam Neeson got kicked out from
1: it. Well, yeah, or, just, just the, cut, the, cut the, him, the him. fucking joke didn't work. So they asked him to reshoot it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing something else."
3: Did they ever say why the trailer got pulled?
4: Because it looked like the same trailer.
1: Yeah, weren't that wasn't there something offensive in the trailer?
4: The dick, the dick fucking thing with the monkeys? Yeah, like I don't know. Marcus. I never watched the
1: trailer. But apparently there was something that o offended in the trailer.
3: Uh, let's see here. Um,
1: let's Who's see. got the stick?
3: Uh, I have the stick. I'm trying to think of which way to point it.
1: Well, what do you mean, which way to point it?
3: I uh, think it's something to talk about.
1: What do you think the stick is? Uh,
3: control of the of the plane.
1: We're not good that. honest answer.
3: Well, uh it represents control. Good honest answer. Um I think the new uh I think the Will Ferrell offices does that start uh tonight. Tonight. So it's uh So does this uh, does this mean Steve Carell is already gone?
1: No, he's in the preview for tonight. They're gonna, I guess, marry him off and let him go.
3: Oh, okay. So that's uh, and then the Paul Reiser show debuts tonight
1: as well. Should be good. (coughs) Like a shitting sound. I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's see. Don't want to have the stick. uh Take the stick away. Okay. Um, let's go over to, uh, Steve, you're Steve. Yes, yes, guys. Just, uh,
5: wondering, you're talking about... You know, movie pages that were up on IMDb and disappeared. What's going on with the Killing Pablo movie?
1: They found out he was still alive. Dave, San Francisco, you're on the Run a Fest show.
5: What's going on, guys? Hey, you guys had a guest on the other day talking about the movie Battleship. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was a, a knockoff or a different name for that movie, Star Blazers. It used to be an old 70s uh, Japanese uh, anime animation deal. Have you heard anything about that, Hicks? Maybe a trailer?
1: Uh, Hicks doesn't even seem to care about it. Andy, you're on run Fez.
5: Hey, guys.
2: Uh, just to clear up something Fez said about the Green Lantern film, uh, I, this is not going to make you want to see it, but just a little bit of info. The reason everything has been so far pushed back on the Green Lantern film is that they had uh, Warner Brothers had had nothing but trouble with 3-D ad- adaptation. Uh, it's the reason why the first Harry Potter film, uh, the first half of the last Harry Potter film, was supposed to be 3-D in theaters. But after a while, they just said, "Scrap it, and uh, and and go 2D. We'll do the last half in 3D." Same problems. I don't know if it's their, if it's uh, who they're who they're hiring in post to do all the 3D effects, but the same problems with Green Lantern. It's a lot. It's one of the reasons why there haven't been trailers. There hasn't been a lot of marketing. They pushed everything back. I,
1: I know I'm going to uh, hurt James Cameron's feelings, but I could give two shits about 3D. It just doesn't. If it was great, I would love it. But it isn't. I well nobody's it. clamoring for it. Nobody's
3: demanding that we get three D. He's got the stick. So I don't understand why every film has to be in it. Why they're insisting on this unless Let's take just, a guess. What because Avatar did so well?
1: Because you make more money per, per viewing. That you can go from fucking nine ninety five to fourteen bucks That's it. That's the ever only been the only reason. Of course people weren't clamoring for it. 3D's been around since the 1950s. But they found out that they could take the movies that you want to see and charge four more bucks for
4: them. Make you pay more. For shit. I saw Tron in 3D. The glasses hurt my fucking head. They were too fucking small. And it burned my eyes. Fuck 3D. Your fucking head is unusually large. (laughs) Well, why don't they fucking accommodate me?
1: Moving it on, he's got the stick. Fez Watley. Um... They could pro-
3: if there was a movie that was big enough out there that had uh, Avatar two, whether it was in three D or not, could go ahead and start charging fourteen bucks. I think people
1: would pay it to see it. I doubt that no. very much. Really? I doubt it very much. That's yes, too high a jump. I think that would re- people would be resentful. But if you tell them, "Hey, you're getting something extra. Yeah, this is not extra. a mo- regular movie," then yeah, they do it. I think it's just a carny trick. But I don't think that you could just say. Our movie is so good that we want more money for you. Because I guarantee you, I'll say fuck you to you and your movie. Our
4: shit's so enjoyable, you're going to want to give us even more fucking money.
1: Maybe if they said, by the way, none of these girls are going to have pants on, I feel like I'm getting something new. Oh, hell yeah. Sexy. But uh, what are they going to do? Charge more money for Winter's Bone? People aren't (laughs) showing up for that now. You know what I mean? They're not asking for better movies. The people are asking for shit, right? And I and my
3: thought was that they'd be willing to pay for it.
1: I don't think so. I think that's what that would be the resentful thing. I mean, they don't know which movie is going to do good, and which is going to do bad. Do you think anyone thought that that Arthur and Your Highness were going to flop? Those look like fucking gimmies. Yeah. Those look like just the exact kind of fucking movies that the kids would want to go we'll to. Pick up some cash, Russell. I mean, and then they don't real popular. And so is fucking James Franco and. But you think anyone saw that fucking Avatar movie as being like ten times bigger than the average movie? No. No. Not at all. I don't know why they work.
4: That's why everyone was freaking out before it came out. Like, this isn't going to make any money. Biggest bomb ever. Da-da-da-da. Um. Uh, thinking here.
3: The, um. I don't know. Maybe three D won't uh, will catch on more once they can get rid of the glasses. If they can just show it without people having to put things on,
1: how would they do that, though?
3: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think cars will be working better when they don't, when you don't have to see them. I saw a thing today, riding around on a fucking cushion of air hicks, like a um, what's that fucking uh, game we used to play?
4: oh air hockey yeah oh, it's hovercraft? like you're fucking
1: yeah well wouldn't hover it would only be on a couple inches yeah i would just fucking hover like a couple inches basically like a puck from Holy air hockey shit. now the good news is you won't be alive for that
4: oh, i really wanted to hover
1: it looks like we are like two generations away from never dying that if we were born 50 years from now we would fucking live forever oh that's great for the world I was looking at this uh, thing. What's his name? I'm reading this book by um, the little Japanese Kaku. What's his Michio first name? Kaku. Michio Kaku. And he's talking about growing organs and replacing the organs. And I'm like, well, that would have, all Fez's dad would have needed it. When the ones went out, boom, you replace them. And he would have been just popped right back up again.
4: And go to the organ farm. Fucking so get yourself a nice whatever. Bam, done. Unless, you don't know, I'm ridiculously rich. No, poor people will never get free organs.
1: Poor people get better health care now than rich people did fucking 60 years ago. Yeah. The, re- the good place to live is in the future. The bad place to live is now. We are a fucking caveman scrap- scratching in the dirt.
4: I don't want to be a caveman. You
1: are one. Fuck. You're a fucking caveman in camo. Hold on. I just got an idea for a fucking comic book. Caveman in camo.
4: Will this be like a uh caveman like the NAM,
1: possibly? I'm not saying. Alright. I don't want to fucking give it away like I did on my other ideas. I wanna go watching fucking the New York Times and fucking Google hooking up together to make that work. Mm. In the meantime, for fucking lunch today, I can eat a bowl of shit. Don't eat Hot shit. Hot steeping I have
4: nothing else. No, I can get you some pretzel rods or go downstairs. Well, get what are you fucking arena.
1: waiting for, motherfucker? All right, I'll be right Mega back. run. I'm kidding. Sit down, camo. With He's...
3: the with the hovercraft car, they really should uh focus it on shoes. Just walking on the cloud of air like they've always talked about, like the Doctor Scholes.
1: Dr. Scholes Dr. walks on the cloud of air?
3: I think that was their phrase for a while. It's like walking on a cloud of air. Maybe that was Husspuppi's shoes. I may be confused. No. I found a caveman in camo.
1: God damn it. How did that happen so fast? <laughs> I told you they would steal, steal it from us. How the Democrats really think about the military. Is
3: the caveman on our side or is it a caveman army? Uh, looks like of their Sa- own. Sa- That's
1: what the Democrats want our army to be. Throwing spears. That's what the ad means. It's like Sergeant Ugg. Um... I'll tell you one thing right now. He better find that fucking birth certificate if he wants my vote.
4: Really? Birther?
1: Yeah, I'm a birther. Wow. I'm pro-birther.
4: You on know, Trump side?
1: Why would I be against the Trumpster?
4: Sure. It's true. When he show. got
1: Regis, he got me. Eddie, you're on the Rana Fez show.
2: Hey, 2987, my buddy. Hey, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Ronnie, the Michikaku book you're reading, is that like a how-to? Cook?
1: Yeah, it comes with a it chemistry is. set.
2: Oh, sweet. I wonder if I could grow myself a pancreas.
1: You need one, bro. I can hear it in your voice. Thanks, man. Peace. Um, Aaron, you're on Rana Hey, Ronnie.
2: Hey, uh, I'm still uh, excited for the, the time when I can get myself a nice pair of com- comfortable
5: smoke pants.
1: Looking forward to that. You know, I've tried to help the fucking planet Earth so many times, only to end up with another bowl of steaming shit for oh, lunch. No shit.
4: There's no feces.
1: But you, you do draw the line, don't you, Boundaries? I just don't want you eating a bowl of shit, that's all. Why, Boundaries? Because
4: I don't think you should be ingesting fucking human shit.
1: Who said it was human?
4: Oh. That's where you left. Oh, no. That's where
1: you left ahead. It's angel shit. Oh. It's the shit of angels.
4: So I guess it's a good thing. Sure. Alright.
1: It's like marshmallows.
4: Mm, that sounds good actually. Is there any left over?
1: No, I'm not gonna fucking disrespect them. Fez, I'm sorry, you got the stick. yeah. Aim it high. Um it's too high now. Now I can't now I'm fucking getting vertigo. It'll happen. What's going on over you? No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do that. You're gonna be a guy today. Yeah. You're going to be a guy doing guy shit.
3: Yep. Yeah, I wasn't bringing anything up. Nope.
4: Um.
1: Matter of fact, I think he's doing good. What do you think, Hicks?
4: The hair's looking a lot better.
1: What'd you do? Run a comb through it?
4: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I heard it
1: was disheveled. Smart idea. Nice.
3: And the headphones are holding it in place. Yeah. For the most part. Um. Let's see here. What can I think of?
4: Um, you know
1: what I like to do with Fez? Take a car trip. Like a long road trip? Yeah, he always keeps your fucking mind occupied on other stuff.
4: Won't, no need for the rock.
1: Mm-mm. Turn that fucking radio off. We're going to talk a little bit.
3: I'm trying to think of something here. Um uh. sorry, nothing's coming to mind
1: right away. Uh hey Mike, you're on the run of Fez show.
6: Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey, hey Fez. You are a genius because they actually just came out with a technology that allows you to see 3D without glasses. It's actually the Nintendo 3DSi gaming system.
1: Look this up for me, Hicks. Now, by the way, that you can just tell that this that the game the game console itself is in 3D, and then you hold the paddles. The, other exactly. than exactly, and
6: it allows you to it like let's say you happen there's like an explosion in the game, and the fire would actually pop out of the screen because I just played with it the other day. And it's really cool. I'm telling you, this is revolutionary
1: what they have now. I definitely want to say this. But I haven't held on to... Thanks. that looks like a Game Boy. I didn't it's, even know this existed anymore. Yeah, it's a Game Boy. I read that you can't...
4: Yeah, you it can't be, You can't take video of the 3D. You have to be holding it in your hands, playing it to get the 3D.
6: Oh yeah, it's only the games that allow you to see 3D. And she says, if you worked for Nintendo, you'd be a millionaire right now because you have the idea.
3: Just no idea how to make it happen. But yeah, it's basically- oh, i love
1: to see uh, Fez in a Nintendo uh, fucking meeting. Can I do a question? Sure. Um, uh, thinking. Thinking. Um, what if we had like Pac Man? Um, but we changed the color to blue. Not stupid. No, not stupid. Two Pac Men. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing over there. So, yeah, he was still. Both of them. Um. Um. What about blank screen? <laughs> <laughs> laughing. And there, Not
3: laughing. I wouldn't mind if they came out with something easier on the thumbs.
1: Um, what if, like, if someone says a, a slur, sexist slur, hundred thousand dollar fine, <laughs> and then you have to collect like the fines?
4: It's like NBA Jam.
1: <laughs> he just brought up NBA Jam. Remember,
4: he's on fire.
1: Fez can't fucking play video games because of his thumbs. His thumbs aren't in shape. He was able to fucking not take uh, gym class because of his thumbs. Oh. But now he's got the stick.
3: Just not the joystick.
4: District of Columbia is now legalizing ga- online gambling and saying fuck you to the federal government and I love it. Because I remember maybe like four or five years ago when everyone's losing their shit playing um, Texas Boker? Hold'em online. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the government's like yeah we can we have to stop this. You can't but
1: what this kind of anymore. a fucking idiot would you be to play Texas Hold'em online?
4: People were fucking banking it up.
1: Yeah. Were they who? Fucking guys that were working the fucking idiots? Exactly. Because <laughs> you know they're looking the at the screen. You know they're sitting there fucking playing You're playing against one guy
4: Yeah, it's fucking great And now they're, uh, now District of Columbia is, I guess there's loopholes, like really weird loopholes They're saying that, yeah, we're gonna legalize it now It's like some company in Greece is handling it So, you know
1: Sounds you, like Greece is fucking
4: legalizing it Yeah, really Oh well, yeah, now they're gonna let you play poker But well, you can gamble on horses online I do it, sadly You ever win? I never once fucking come in I don't win tell shit Tell me you got some money I'm lucky I fucking break even. Are the
1: horses offshore? No. These are like those little fake fucking horses like computer short. They're fucking swimming offshore. Horses mm. you can actually do legally, right? You just watch the tracks from all over.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you have video feeds from all, you all
1: over. You never saw like the fucking you never been to O T B?
4: Yeah, but I thought Yeah,
3: okay. I just thought, I thought that was something different.
1: I thought that, then we I, don't have the OTB anymore right. because people can put in their own fucking bets.
4: Sad, I, I miss the OTB. I like to go in there every day. Sure, now. you like to
1: see the derelicts together. Yeah. you fucking go there and just know that gambling is bad for you just by seeing the people hanging out there. I'm serious. I'd rather walk into any NA meeting before one fucking OTB it's in a, terms of how long can I keep my wallet.
4: Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking crazy place in there. Now they're all gone. It's super sad.
1: Um. Hey. Uh. Here's. Um, Sheldon. Sheldon, you're in a Morning, boys. Yeah. Or afternoon.
8: Hey, Hicks, did you want to go see that James Franco monkey movie if there was an
4: interspecies lovemaking
1: scene? Uh, no. Sure, okay. You want to see somebody fucking monkey?
4: I probably could find that actually online already. That's
1: how fucking AIDS started. What? Monkey fuckers. That was a monkey disease.
4: And they just started spreading it to humans?
1: Yeah. As soon as one fucking male steward fucked a monkey... Then he got on a plane. do you, you ever know that they traced back the AIDS thing to one fucking stewardess guy? What? Uh, yeah. One guy fucking spread the whole thing. Yeah, so he gets fucking AIDS. Yeah. From somebody. Yeah. Now, he, the reason why they couldn't contain it is like if he would have just got AIDS, went to Miami, they could have fucking contained it, it. Yeah, he's been in Miami. But he flies to Miami, San Francisco, Paris, blah, blah, blah. He's flying all over going in the fucking, you know, fuck, fuck showers all over the place. Yeah, fucking tons of dudes. They turn around, they're fucking tons of dudes. Some of those guys go home and fuck their wives. And by the time they first go, wait, it's breaking out here, it's breaking out here, blah, blah, blah. So it was all over the place. They couldn't fucking contain it. Because of one guy just spreading that ass
4: and come all over the fucking place.
1: Or you could blame it on airline travel itself. There will be no, when we get a fucking uh, pandemic. Yeah. Because of airline travel, we're fucked.
4: Yeah, well, they, they, everyone was freaked out over a lot of the bird flu. The last, you know, ten years where really, there's been a couple of things, like SARS or whatever, but never really...
1: Never but one really... is coming, whether you like it or not.
4: Yeah, there, there'll be a plague.
1: And, and the problem will be, and the old plagues will be like, oh, it wiped out a village here. Oh, it's moved into the next village. There would be a way of going, all right, what do we do? It's fucking coming this way. Not what the fuck we have now. By the time it turns up... Somebody's already traveled all over the place, like the end of 12 monkeys. Oh, no. Like that fucking wig wearing prick at the end of 12 monkeys. Oh, don't worry. Someone from the future will get him on that plane. This could be called 12 monkey fuckers. Jesus. So, really, if anything, we got to stop fucking airlines. All right, let's ground all these motherfuckers. Um, Bill, you're on running a Fez.
5: Hey, Hicks, you've been betting on seahorses?
1: Uh, Alex, you're on running a Fez.
5: Hey Fez, you tearing it up today. You're flying that bad boy making loop de loops, barrel rolls, touch and goes. You don't need no air traffic controllers, Fezzy. You tearing that shit up today. Way to go, Fezzy.
1: They're
3: all asleep anyway.
1: You missed this call. If you were paying attention, that was some fucking funny <laughs> shit. That was a funny fucking call done in a crazy ass voice. <laughs> um Here's uh Andrew, you're on the Fez.
6: Hey, Ronnie B., I got a new name, uh,
1: a name for Fezzy's new video game. Instead sure. of Half-Life, out of half-slice. Have half-slice? Can I get a half-slice, please? Just half? I'm watching my weight. Oh. Girls, should we have a cigarette? Who fucking has a pack of cigarettes and wants to fucking give it out to eight different people?
4: What the fuck? Hell fucking no.
1: Who would fucking even think of that? I'll never forget that motherfucker. And he was wearing white shoes with the white fucking pants oh, and all. And like I had never seen, I'm going to be fucking totally honest, I would never seen a guy nurse at the time. So I'm already it's like, holy out. shit. <laughs> I'm list. not, you know, I felt like I was seeing a fucking sideshow. <laughs> you know? And then when I, I kept clocking the motherfucker. Because uh, he was there with him playing bingo. Even big winners? Fuck No. Rubetown. Rube town. It
3: may have been the one time where your uniform got mistaken for someone higher up than you. I don't think it happens with any other uniform.
1: What higher up thing would you be? A think? doctor. No, would you ever see like when, when a fucking guy is, dirt, is a nurse? You never compare. This guy, at the fucking time, he looked like it was a, a fucking, to me, position lower than an ice cream man. Now today, I got a lot of friends with nurses. It's not a fucking weird thing. Mm-mm. But at the time, they didn't even know how to mail up the fucking uniform.
4: Yeah, it was a Czech fucking thing.
1: Yeah, go. it didn't look like that at all. It lo- th- that guy looks like a fucking doctor. At the time, it looked like this guy had squashed himself into a f- fucking woman's nurse's uniform. Because, like, remember when they used to have the old white, starchy, fucking, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, like, fucking terrible.
3: It looked like a cafeteria lady's uniform.
1: Thank you. Where's my chocolate milk, buddy? Um, here's uh, Barry. You're on Fez.
9: Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, Pepper, I got a horse for you for the Derby. Uh, dialed in. You want to win some money, put your money on dialed in. I guarantee you'll win.
1: When's oh. the fucking Derby? It's May. May 7th. Wow, I didn't know it was First that 7th fucking 7th. soon. I did Fire not is. know. You know, this fucking long kind of winter that we've had, it hasn't been hideous. It hasn't been snowing in a long time. Yeah, if you but mean. it hasn't been warm. We never get two nice days in a row so far.
4: No, it'll be a fucking rainstorm tomorrow.
1: Two days ago, it was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it seemed like it was March 1st Shit-town. in Like a Lion. Terrible. Today it's pretty nice. Gorgeous outside. Tomorrow you can fucking bet it's going to suck the weathercock. What kind of odds? Why do you gotta fucking constantly bet?
3: With the Derby, they said that the horse that was supposed to be the favorite, uh, the name was Mo Something. It uh, already got upset in a race leading up to the Derby. So now we're already at the disappointment part. Uh, Are we, but-
1: Fez, or is that the fucking setup? The that you know they can fucking be holding this horse back. Yeah. You think so? Why they'll, not? They'll do for that for the odds. They do that, it all the time in horse racing. That wouldn't screw up a horse. No, no. It, it's, it's running it would less fucking, hard. It, you know? it would fucking screw up a gambler. <laughs> That's who the fucking. Why is it every time that you go to the track you don't feel like you've seen a fair race? <laughs> every fucking time. It's up. Uh, stem and Man fez.
9: Hey, Ronnie, I want to know, how how much money do you actually have to give Jay Moore every time you use his half-slice beer? Oh, oh, my God. I
1: can't believe fuck? that that's still out there as Jay's. Bullshit. This is mine, and my buddy Opie worked against me with Jay. And now it looks like he's going to have a new TV show on ABC called Half Slices. It's
4: that, that quickly. He
1: plays a guy who gets a lot of annoying gay customers. Does you have half-slices? No, we don't i only drink tomato juice on planes i'm telling you i don't see people fucking drinking tomato juice unless they're on fucking planes why would you tell that to mr fucking louis ck who went that's not true people are drinking tomato juice anywhere well where are they where are they louis why don't you write an episode about that maybe you will i love his tv show it's awesome
4: there's Budweiser
1: with uh, tomato juice. That's the grossest thing i ever heard in my it's life. It's
4: really disgusting.
1: I mean, you've got to be the worst fucking alcoholic with a bad stomach ever.
4: I think it's Mexicans like it. That's just Why a are guess. you going to be a racist? I'm not being a racist. I just say all the people I've ever seen buy it
1: could have been of Mexican descent. And you're telling me that's not racism?
4: That I just, the things I see with my own eyes? Just an observation? <laughs> That's oh, red. That yes. Clamato,
3: I cannot understand that. What's That's mulatto? Oh, God, you're racist. It's a
4: racist show today.
3: To just decide, here, this will perk something up. Throw some clam juice in it.
1: Well, I'll say this.
3: Why not toilet water?
1: Maybe it doesn't make the fucking tomato juice uh, taste any better, but it sure as fuck must make the clam part taste better. <laughs> I mean, if I had to be stuck <laughs> drinking clam juice, I would want to pour something into it <laughs> to cut fucking through.
4: Oh, salt and lime and Bud Light and Clamata. What the fuck?
1: Terrible. It sounds too much like chlamydia for me to sit down and enjoy it. Yeah. I can't drink things that sound like chlamydia. Luckily I don't know is. what it was. I must have been like that when I was a kid. Yeah, who likes chlamydia? I'll tell you who the Mexicans.
4: <laughs>
1: delicious chlamydia juice. Hold on. <laughs> He's doing barrel rolls, loop the to loop Touch and go. Ah, going down, touching the runway, and up they go. You ever been to an air show?
4: Uh, no, I almost went to the Red Bull one. but then. I will
1: tell you this. They're exciting for the first, I don't know, minute. And then it just feels like you parked outside the airport.
4: Don't they get too far away? to you even notice anything that's so happening? Well, you got
1: those, and then you get to go look at parked airplanes.
4: Some oh, fuck that. Yeah. i go to the Intrepid, looking at parked planes.
1: I was over at one, and I guess it was some kind of fucking fighter plane, and the guy reached in and hit the fucking injector button, and the fucking seat It went went off? (laughs) Yeah. So we thought it was fucking hysterical. Uh, It's a ton of money every time you fucking have to fucking reload one of those. (laughs) So the guy gets arrested for it. Oh, shit. Yeah.
4: That sucks.
1: Uh, Adam wants to call fucking Hicks a goddamn bullshit artist. Sure. Go ahead, Adam. Come
4: at me. Lay him out. Come on. Lay him out. Let's go. Yo. Hey. My phone sucks. Good. That's great,
5: man. I'm Mexican. I love it.
1: The Clamato? Yeah. Same for my point. Some Tabasco sauce? Can't go wrong. You know what? I will say this. Anyone who uses Tabasco sauce on anything uh, probably has lost all taste buds.
4: I can't stand the, the super hot stuff.
1: But I'll put it on some fucking burritos. Um, Let's go over to uh, Caesar. Here Yo, qué pasa?
8: Qué pasó? Hey, uh, I want to tell you I'm a Mexican dude, and I'm not offended. Make all the jokes you want.
1: We can. Does this offend you? I'm dancing right now. da 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 da
4: da 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 da
1: da 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 da
4: da 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 da
3: all right. Do you think that's a beat? It sounded like it in my head. It's nowhere near it. I
1: was fucking hysterical. Um, hold on. Good news for you. Todd's got a horse in the Derby. <laughs>
4: awesome. What's going? Hey, what do you got, what's Todd? Up boys?
1: Yeah.
5: Hey Pepper, my cousin Ar Nafrothic is riding on Pants on Fire in the Derby. She's one of the most like amazing chick jockeys ever. Bet on her for the Derby. I'll be down there in Kentucky, bro.
1: Now, has a girl Sick. ever won the Derby before?
5: This is her first
1: chance. She's like 21 or 22 years old. She's a young kid. But has any woman ever won the Derby? I don't think so. So she could be in history.
5: She could be history.
1: All right, what's She's
5: her name? A.R. prophet is the jockey That's my cousin, Rosie. All
1: right, and let's stay, horse, Let's get a look at her. And what's the horse?
5: Uh, and the horse is Pants on Fire. All
1: right, let's make sure we get a look at her, Hicks. She's a pretty
5: girl. I'll, I'll yeah. be honest. I have a very pretty cousin.
1: How tall is She's she?
5: She's spoken for.
1: Yeah. How tall is she?
5: Um, I'd say I don't
1: know, I think she is like low force.
5: Now I She's
1: very thin though. Uh yeah, you gotta stay tiny, because those yeah. uh chlamydia jockeys are fucking so small. Uh I am rooting for her now just so I could um see history. I great. want nothing but history. That's her?
4: Yeah, it's her on the left.
1: Oh. Who's who's on the right? i like Julianne Moore. I guess was right. a like Julianne shot. Moore would be a fucking gorgeous jockey. Experience. I guess you're saying they look like each other? Yeah. Yeah, she's a very, very pretty girl. Nice. But I would like to see history.
4: That'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to see that shit.
3: It seems like this would have been the natural process of this, where you're looking for the smallest guys, just start going with women.
1: But do you know the strength that you have to have on those uh, fucking horses? Oh, uh, okay. Those fucking jockeys will whip your ass. Those jockeys to fucking stay on that horse like that are strong as shit. Wiry. So it becomes the same thing as like we were talking about in any sport. It's much tougher for a woman because they're not born with the uh, upper body strength. But those um, those jockeys are like fucking crazy badass. I mean, those horses are gigantic. Yeah, they're like If animals. you got on that horse and just like, were like somebody walking you around with it, you'd be scared shitless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your fucking legs are all stretched out. and You're yeah. like, I'm, this horse is going to fucking fall on me. Uh, Matt, you're on of Fez. Fez.
9: Yes. I had my first gay experience the other night.
1: Oh, sounds gay.
9: And I would definitely recommend it.
1: Now, I, uh, hold on. Now, what made you have, had you ever had a hetero experience before?
9: Yes, I've been straight my whole life. And it was just kind of something that I always wanted to try. cuz mm-hmm. uh I kind of believe in trying everything as a human.
1: Okay. So give us some deets. How did it, how did it all hook up together?
9: Um, well, I was at the library, and I just started talking to this black guy next to me. And it was really easy the way it went down. Like, it's a lot easier than, you know, a lot of times hooking up with, with women. It
1: well, of course. Of That's why it's easy for women to hook up with fucking guys. You can take the ugliest woman in the world. She can walk into a bar and get laid. Period. Yeah. There
4: he is, with cock. But this was
9: so easy and you know, we just kinda told each other I told him I never had a gay experience before and he said, Yeah, me neither. I always wanted to and
1: He was lying.
9: We I let him fuck me in the ass and I fucked him off and he fucked me and
1: So you wanna ask him out your first time?
9: Yeah, I did the whole thing.
1: Mm, you fucking taste of your own shit. Well, uh, yeah, that does sound appetizing, doesn't it, Hicks? Why are you acting like you're ready to puke?
4: Why are you acting like you're ready to puke, <laughs> you own, like ready to puke okay? Shit, I don't like that. That's you- your
1: worse than fucking Kobe. See, here's the thing. Kobe <clears throat> used the word, you're judging a man's lifestyle.
4: I'm just saying, in my personal lifestyle, I don't want to taste my own shit. Go look. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. Because
1: you've always been curious. I was curious about What? The gay experience. Oh, Do with no. this guy. Mm-mm. Go to the library. Okay. They have the spewy decimal system. Get down on your fucking knees and take one. Mm-mm. Doesn't sound like a. ATM. Ones. ATM. You want to fucking just go into a gay bar yeah. with a fucking thing ATM machine <laughs> and just fucking get down on your knees. <laughs> but Fez, you know, like the whole thing that you did about Kobe today, right? Uh huh. Then a guy that fucking calls up and says something like that. I took it in the ass and then fucking blew the guy. You don't think that's going to fucking weird people out? Well, I guess it
3: would, but I I don't think it's... I mean, if a guy had the story of hooking up with a woman in the library...
1: And then still ended up sucking a dick with his own shit on it? No, people would be grossed out. How does that happen? That's the fucking gross part.
7: Yeah.
1: That's what fucking happens to people. Uh, John, you're on Renefez.
2: Hey, Ronnie B., getting back to the jockeys. We had one down in South
5: Jersey. We had a rest last year after the races. They like to drink a lot. This little son of a bitch took three of us to get him down, one cuff for both hands. It was like fucking fighting Gollum from Lord of the Rings.
1: I have fucking heard that before, and oddly enough, from other cops. Cops have told me uh, that when they've had to take a jockey in, it's very fucking difficult. Get wild! Yeah, they get wild, and of course they bite. Oh man, little fuckers, will bite the shit out of you.
4: Well, this 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 jockey that uh, Rosie Napravnik, she's pulling five million dollars two years ago off of horses. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. She's not, no joke. Son of a bitch. No, she's no. She's fucking racing in the Derby. It's crazy. She ain't no joke. Fuck no. What's her name? Rosie Napravnik. All right, I'm gonna become her biggest fan. I need something to root for in the Derby, because I'm telling you. Uh, I watch three races a year, Hicks. I can't fucking, I I can't get into it. I mean, I oh, put on the Belmont, the Belmont Thirty on on fucking New York TV. I, then I get bored unless it's a big fucking event. I yeah. need a giant like even leading up to the Derby, every fucking race before that one bores me. I'd rather bet on fucking uh, human sports. Does that make me crazy? Doesn't make you crazy. I like the animal sports. You know why? Mitchell Walters says to me, he goes, I need, uh, I can't wait so long to hate myself. I can't fucking bet football. It's he would so never bet fucking football. He needs the quick fucking move.
4: It's great. It's fucking two minutes. Over. Done.
1: Um, Jason, you're on the run Show.
4: Hey, man.
2: That guy that called in said that uh, he's been straight his whole life and had his first gay experience. The way he described that going down, dude, there's no way he's been straight his whole life. He's just been lying to himself.
1: Well, but if he hadn't done anything about it, he's straight, right? Uh,
2: I, I suppose I don't. I would never be able to understand the curiosity aspect of it. But still, I mean, to to say that you're straight your whole life and then uh, then randomly hook up with a guy who lies to you and tells you it's get experience and a black one to boot.
1: Well, now you've brought in racism. But the the point of this was he was always curious about it. He got the opportunity. And he fucking did it. It wasn't like it just. I think it would be odder if it just dawned on him that moment. You know? He's fucking. He's getting called the wild for his kid. (laughs) Runs into this fucking dude and ends up there going, uh, you know, just thinking how this black guy got over. First he fucks the guy in the ass. Then he gets his dick sucked.
4: Yeah. He gets the.
1: Talking about fucking jackpot. (laughs) Wow, this guy's great little bottom. In the library, to, to that it's shit. Why are you reading a fucking book? <laughs> Should have got a fucking braille book and start rubbing the back of his fucking head with it. Um, anyway, they get back to it, now. Um. Brian, you're on Ronnie Fuz.
8: Hey, what's up, Bush? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, if uh, we're going to be taking down all the planes to uh, stop this pandemic of AIDS, uh, what's going to be the main form of travel?
1: Uh, chariot on land and on sea. Uh, Whale-pulled uh, rowboats. Oh, sick. I believe I can train whales to pulse across the ocean.
4: I think you can do it?
1: Stick. Smack them with a Whoa. stick. Okay. If it fucking goes right in a the blowhole, you have a fucking mop and put it in their blowhole. All
4: right, they'll learn that way. Mm. You do good, no stick in your blowhole. And you can breathe. You, you fucker. do bad.
1: I'll fucking put a stick right in that blowhole. you
4: fucking fish that drowns. Ever hear of that shit? You leave the stick you know,
1: in I- too long,
3: you're going to be stuck out there.
1: I'll tell you this... If fucking human beings had blowholes, you'd constantly be sleeping in the bathtub. Because it would feel so fucking good. You just have a nice floating fucking sleep. (laughs) I don't think you do it in a pole because you go underwater.
4: And chlorine.
1: Fuck. (laughs) I didn't even think of that.
4: (laughs) Chemicals in the water, Ron. Fuck you up bad.
1: I'll tell you this if fucking, if you had a blowhole, Hicks. You'd be pouring fucking bindles right into it. Fuck yeah, get that right in my He'd just be, be staring system. there.
4: <laughs> get that shit in quick.
1: He'd have a white ring around his fucking blowhole. Fez <laughs> Whatley's had to stick today. How do you feel? What letter grade would you give yourself? Oh, an F. You were doing so good the other day. You were really back. But today was, oh, I don't know what it was for him. What do you think, Hicks? Letter grade? The B-minus. Mm. Why the minus?
4: The hair in the morning.
1: Because I do think the minus keeps you off the honor roll. Yeah. For
4: today, at least. There's always
1: tomorrow. Maybe if you held on tighter. I always think comedically it works for me if I sit straight and hold on like this and purse my lips. I'll be able to come up with funny stuff from that point. Like, do something, Hicks, and I'll come back at you. Let me get into the Fez post.
4: Okay, so I heard about um, that CNN's going off the air forever, and uh, Uh, I don't know if uh, their uh, ratings are going to do well. Plus, the Oprah network's not going very well. You something wrong? I got nothing. Oh.
1: Wait. No.
4: Wait. I'm going to hold on tighter. Don't loosen up. Uh-uh. No, get your hands off. Now I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's
4: what I'm going to start doing. I'm
1: just going to match them. I'm going to match in. Because they say it's best to hold on as tight as you can. To be comedic. Really? Did I say uh, a a fucking heavy Philly accent? Whales will pull us across the ocean. (laughs) We're going to cross the ocean. Honey, I got an orca whale for us. We're going all the way across the ocean.
4: Are they in the water?
1: Give me a Coke and two hoagies. <laughs> if we did the fucking show out of Philly, I'd just start talking that way without even being able to stop myself.
4: would <laughs> be fucking great. I
1: don't know what happens to me. I'm waiting for Kathleen from the Bronx to call up. Um, Hey, we're going down to Rehoboth. Me and bri but I can't go to Ocean City because I got bus down here. I can't get any closer. Uh-uh. <laughs> I can't do it. But we're going out on a house boot. Oh, Great. Sick. Then we're going to stop in Newark and get a hoagie. Mm. And I'm going to put a Scrapple on my hoagie. I want a fucking Scrapple sandwich right now. Fucking breakfast, egg, cheese, and Scrapple sandwich. That sounds good. Oh, it fucking is good, Hicks. Sounds tasty. If you fucking were doing the same show with Fez... In Philly, you'd be having the greatest fucking life you ever had. Just scrapple fucking every morning. Well, I guess this is already the greatest life you've ever had. <laughs> unless you're a fucking Hindu. <laughs> I I'll tell you, if you gave me the choice between coming back and just eternal death, I don't I don't know if I'd want to come back. Really? To just relive the whole thing again? <laughs> honestly, I can't, I can't sit through algebra one more fucking time. It would just be torture for me. Yeah, well, you'll know now that you don't have to. No, do- no one ever knows. Oh, Shit,
4: the, the fuck reincarnation. It, that's man. why
1: I don't fucking believe in reincarnation because yeah. it makes no sense unless you brought back everything with you.
4: Yeah, so uh, otherwise you're just some fucking consciousness stuck in someone's head, just watching them live their shitty fucking life, making all the same fucking mistakes you did. So fuck
1: that. But if you didn't, here's how weird it would be. Then babies, their first words were. Jerk me off. You know what I mean? Because like you'd be like, I haven't gotten fucked in so long. It's
4: been a while, man. Nine months. Plus when I was alive, that other human body. <laughs> I was God old there. Yeah.
1: I was old there, wasn't enjoying shit. It would like the end of every life and the beginning of every life just fucking blow. Yeah.
3: You really wouldn't take to those new parents because your old life you'd be wanting those people.
1: That's very, very true, Fez. Oh.
3: Wanting to be around them. That is it true. W- wouldn't make sense.
1: Except in my case. Hold me, strangers. Love me. We got a break, mm-hmm. come back, wrap up, stick, run a fence. John.
0: on the virus. I'm home. All the time. Finally, really did it. You made it.
7: You blew it up. Oh, damn you! God, damn you all! Day!
1: Surrounding Fed Show. It's a Friday, TGIF. Big weekend for all of us.
4: It's, it's it's Thursday. It's not Friday yet. That's odd. It's a little weird, but you know tomorrow's Friday.
1: Tomorrow couldn't possibly be Friday if today is. Today isn't That's fucking Matrix shit. Uh, Fez Watley back on board today after your big day yesterday. Uh, you got a clean bill of health.
3: Yeah, the stress test came out clear, no new blockages, All right. I think as the president puts it.
1: So what do you got for us? Uh, th- there's a story
3: they're trying to put on President Clinton now. Uh, he was meeting, he uh, did a press conference with Mayor Bloomberg in New York, and they were trying to get him to talk about the... Who's they, the press? The press. Okay. Yeah, they were trying to get him to talk about Times Square and how it's all been redone and closed up and it's all family oriented and how he felt about that. I guess they were trying to get him to say it's awful in front of Mayor Bloomberg. But he, you know, he agreed. He goes, it's much better now, but then started telling a story of when he first came to Times Square when he was a kid, uh, got off the bus and was talking about the hookers in Times Square. So now this is a thing to, uh, the President President Clinton fondly remembers the hookers in Times Square.
1: Everybody in New York kind of has nice memories of that now. Only because it's that way of, like people like to say like their old neighborhood was tough. Yeah. Like Hicks right away, I know what that's like. That's right. Queensbridge, Queensbridge, QB. But everyone, you would rather say that, wouldn't you? You'd rather say, it sounds better for a man to say, I was in a tough neighborhood than... In my neighborhood, uh, we can leave our doors unlocked.
4: Leave it to Beaver, actually.
1: Yeah. I think I was 30 before I found out what sex was.
3: Sheltered. Clinton had used the, uh, the term romantic to describe old Times Square when he was telling the hooker story.
1: Well, what he means is that his youth is romantic to him. All of our youths feel good. That's why we like to sit back and remember whether they were our experiences the music we had, or even the TV shows that gave us so much comfort. It just, we were romantic. You have a romantic view of the world when you're younger. You're not as jaded as you are now.
3: So, yeah, so now it's just being turned on Clinton. He's got hooker stories.
1: That page six can be pretty rough. Biting. I'd expect more out of the New York Post. The Daily News.
3: Where he was just saying it was really just fascinating to a kid from Arkansas. Uh, I guess that was all I had on it.
1: I think it's plenty. Actually, even like a little too much. Like the the last summary. I don't know if that was even needed. You want to take the stick all the way in? Are you done?
3: Um, I think I'm done.
1: Well, you did good with it. You got a big meeting after the show today. Uh huh. Who are you meeting with?
3: Um, I I believe uh, I'm I. You know what? Now I'm not even sure if I do.
1: Just say this: when you get sit down in the meeting, say, "Give me the stick. I'm running this meeting.
4: I'm gonna fucking ride this motherfucker
1: up." What are you going to do to it? Ride this motherfucker that up. That doesn't make even the slightest bit of sense. But I got the stick. How so do you it ride something?
4: It does make sense. Seriously, you don't ride it up. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I'm on the stick.
1: By the way, you think uh, they ever say, like, the air t- traffic controller is like, hey, who's riding this plane up? Who's riding it up? I am. The guy uh, on the stick. Up where? Into <laughs> the, the clouds? Yeah, into
4: the clouds. I'm going to fucking goddamn California right now. A Layover in fucking Chicago. <laughs>
1: well, stop writing it up and start writing it west. <laughs> I don't know, but I noticed that all my characters are becoming a little gay. It's just like a little frazzled and gay.
4: That air traffic controller has some smokes. Yeah.
1: Like this would be this is my uh, new character. This is a reporter for the New York Post. How dare you, President Clinton? How dare you, sir?
3: Feminist. So he's disgusting. What did you just too. say?
1: Well, uh, well then you, you told us that they were disgusted with him. Yeah. That's why I went with that, because I, I didn't read the article. But, you know, Blowhard acts like he liked it better back then. It was great. You'd be able to meet Vikings in the middle of the place. And they used to give out free food and donuts to people.
4: Plus, you can get stabbed.
1: The Yankees won every single game and started the Jets and the Giants. And kids used to sleep in a cartoon bedroom. So much better. It was great. You were able to go to Vietnam when you were 18 (laughs) and come back without legs.
4: Addicted to smack.
1: It was fantastic. Black people down uh, south would die before they could see a doctor. It was so much better when I was a kid. Our parents gave us red dye and we were so happy. We had to do our own tattoos. How dare you blow hard? I'm starving. Anybody want to go in the half season on a half slice?
4: Half seas on a half slice? <laughs> a a, a quarter slice?
1: Oh, look at me. Yeah. A quarter slice is more than I need. What? I'm thinking about an 8th thin. I'm going to eat a half slice and then throw up. Down to the
3: crust at that point.
1: Is that your new character?
4: Crusty.
3: No.
1: Oh, I thought you were doing a character when I heard that voice. When I heard your new character. Down to the crust at that point. What are you doing with your, pal- with your Marlboros just sitting out like that? I just break them out. That's I know, but what if a kid came by here? I'd offer a smoke. That's awful. <laughs> That's worse than being a kid toucher. I'd rather what? you blew a kid than give him a cigarette.
4: I'd rather him just suck a little kid dicks. In the
1: yes, one. one cigarette can kill a child.
4: But a, a blowjob from an old man oh Tommy Z forever. keeps sending
1: me stuff I think it's California you're not going to be able to smoke anywhere in Great. the state who didn't see that Who? I'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> um I'll get him to call us tomorrow I, he follows all that shit and gets mad and I'm like you're not going to win dude it's over
4: Z man will never fucking put down the fight though no he won't there you go there's his signature
1: Tommy Tammy too it looks like that's yeah. his signature <laughs> Hi, it's Tammy, too.
4: Can I get a half slice? Half cigar.
1: Has there ever been any rebuttal that that wasn't Jay Moore's material? Mm-mm. Nothing at all. Not that I heard. At least Jay copped to the truth, right? I thought so. If he's doing a TV show and he says this, though, do you have a half slice?
4: I hope that doesn't happen.
1: What was that, line four? Four minutes left in the show? I've got the stick for four minutes. Uh er um, um Oprah, uh, for her last episode, they want to uh sell the commercial time for as much money as they can get for it.
4: Why? I don't know. I didn't read that for. I didn't say it.
1: I guess for the money.
4: Oprah's well, got enough money.
1: Like, did she want more?
4: How is that possible?
1: Has anyone ever said, no, I have enough money?
4: <laughs> I'm good. You no know, thanks. I'll just do this for free. Actually, I'll give you money for me to work.
1: Two things people don't turn down. Money and pussy.
4: Those two, you never get enough.
1: Is that why you're running around behind your chick's back all the time? No, I'm not running around behind her back. Then I call that gay.
4: I love dick. And pull it. Pull that. And just fucking let everyone know where's the dick you
1: know at. I wanted to. I love dick and pull that. Like you're pulling, <laughs> like you're pulling the dick. If I was gay, this is what I'd say: You have a hapcock? <laughs>
4: Seriously, that sounds crazy. Because you have the thought. You I don't even more. think.
1: I don't even think that you think that that's funny anytime time. But crazy. I think that the reason why you laugh is that I, I won't let off of it.
4: I like. I like the half cock. What, what? Pull it.
1: Pull it. <laughs> Get a half cock and pull it.
4: Treat yourself.
1: Girls, should we have a cigarette?
4: If that that guy goes like eight packs of cigarettes a day, he's just handing out cigarettes. Well, I
1: just have the feeling like he wasn't even a smoker. Okay. It was just like girls day out, <laughs> we're at the fucking carnival, let's all make sure we smoke together. Because like, if like if they weren't all gonna have a cigarette, he wouldn't have one. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like
4: yeah. the bonding experience. Maybe it wasn't,
3: he didn't feel safe to go smoke alone.
1: Because of the bullying. Uh, Sal, you're on Runa Fez.
5: Hey, Ronnie, what's happening?
1: I got to let you know
5: that, that, that uh, Jay did give you credit for the joke uh, two days ago on the show, that that the half-slice is your joke and you get full credit.
1: Oh, uh, no. I get that from uh, Jay. But in the meantime, Opie on his uh, tweet video, or or Twideo, as the kids call it, Uh, Gave it away to his biggest fan. See if you can find that very fast. It's Opie meets his biggest fan. You have two minutes. Two wonderful minutes. Awesome. All right, we're down to one minute. What? Huh? No. Crash and burn. Try to find out. Think. Most people use the name God. Love. Their dog's name. Crack it. Crack his tweet i like to have my tweet cracked. Oh. That's not go. it. What the fuck are you looking at? I got it. I got it. Oh, you got to go a little further, though. Right. You got to go a little further past... A uh, little further back. A little further fuck. back. Fuck. Yeah, right there. Right there. Try it on Biggin'. Yeah. And I'm your favorite, right?
10: You're my favorite. Why? Today you're so funny.
1: Today was funny? Yeah. Who are you?
10: I'm Catherine. Hi. She doesn't listen, but I was actually just telling her about the half slice thing, and she was laughing. Yeah, I was hysterical. It was fun.
9: Wait, about what?
10: The ha- Today, when you were talking about like the half slices. Um, oh, more. the half slices? Yeah. yeah.
9: <laughs> That's like a gay pizza joint yeah. that Jay Moore yeah. wants to yeah. start. <laughs> All
1: right, stop it right there. Oh, my God. That statement alone was like someone took a spear. Yeah. They put it in with a spear gun. Oh. Like fucking Sea Hunt spear gun. Yeah. And shot it through my chest.
4: Oh, your poor chest.
1: Not so much my chest. My heart is oh, in there. No. That's where... This is the freakish thing about me. I keep my heart there. That sounds really painful. it um, says to us, Can I eat your crust? It, it, can I eat your crust? Is worse than can I have a half slice? Let me ask you a question. Should a man ever help his sons get dressed for junior prom? Junior prom? I say yes.
4: Oh, that's gross. No, you you let them take care of that themselves.
1: It's very involved. It's bow ties, it's cufflinks. Yeah. In the meantime, my dad couldn't make it to my wedding. It's fucking Phil's doubleheader. He goes, I'll tell you what, I'll call you after. Oh. We don't act like it's this fucking sad thing We fucking swept too
4: Oh, okay, I know that
1: Yeah, get to the bottom Alright, that's it for us We are uh, done I want you guys to have a fantastic weekend it, it should be a beauty Tomorrow's Friday Friday is the weekend, my friend, technically Okay and Sunday is not. Sunday is week beginning.
4: Oh, I've been living my life. Look at your calendar. Way, weird.
1: What's the first day of the week? Monday. Sunday is the first day of the week. All right, that's it for us. See you guys back here. What's that?
4: That's a Monday. This calendar. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday's at the end. Like
1: What's the first day of the week, Fez? Am I crazy? It
3: is Sunday. Really? It's the first day of the week. I'm going
4: to check another calendar. I'm going to double check. You didn't learn that in school? But yeah, this one says Sunday. This one says Sunday, too.
1: <laughs> Two out of three uh, calendars say Sunday's is the start of the week. <laughs>
3: It It is Sunday.
1: It's a place to go when you're not fucking have your leg tied to complete honesty. That's it for us. Today, Hicks is snorkeling back to Queens. We'll let you know how that goes tomorrow. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Peace, everybody. Uh, That's the uh, Dubai Show. Uh, That's the uh,
10: Dubai Show. Donk. Uh, That's the uh, Dubai Show. Donk. Uh that the head device uh dance the end device the so
0: the Ron and Fez show. If you missed any or all of it, check out the Ron and Fez replay weekdays at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. Sirius 197 XM 202, the virus. Don't go anywhere. The ONA replay is coming up next on the virus. Just hold it in.
3: Sam oh. and I'm E-Rock, and we host the Worst of the Week Countdown, where we count down the worst highlights from this week's Obi and Anthony show. On this week's Countdown, tell them I'm
1: an FBI profiler. I'm an FBI profiler. Plus <laughs> Louis C.K. and a whole lot more.
0: The Obi and Anthony Worst of the Week Countdown. Throughout the weekend, starting Saturdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, on the virus. Hey, man, what are you doing? I'm listening to the playoffs on SiriusXM. But you've got two SiriusXM radios strapped to your ears. Yeah, NBA playoffs in the right ear, NHL playoffs in the left ear. (laughs) Wow. Really? Get every game of the NHL and NBA playoffs on SiriusXM starting this week. NHL games begin Wednesday, and NBA games tip off this weekend. SiriusXM, you're home for the NHL and NBA playoffs. Don't miss a moment.
11: Listen up, ladies. Right now, Bare Minerals by Bare Essentials is inviting you to participate in a special nationwide giveaway of the mineral makeup everyone's talking about. That's right. We're letting everyone who calls try America's number one mineral makeup risk-free. Just call 1-800-503-5767 to find out how. This is an exclusive radio-only offer you don't want to miss. You've probably heard about Bare Minerals Foundation. It was quoted in Glamour Magazine as a magic eraser. Allure Magazine, InStyle and Elle Magazines, and Leaders in Beauty continue to rave about how Bare Minerals Foundation is naturally radiant and good for your skin. Now you can participate in our nationwide giveaway and see for yourself. Bare Minerals, makeup so pure you can sleep in it. Experience the foundation that started the makeup revolution. Participate in this special opportunity to try Bare Minerals Foundation risk-free. and We'll also send you a free gift set. Just call 1-800-503-5767 now. Hurry, you don't want to miss this exclusive radio offer. 1-800-503-5767.
2: Gamefly is amazing. Real gamers talk about why they love GameFly. With GameFly, you can select a game, the games come in the mail, you play them, and when you're done, you send them back through the mail.
0: Join GameFly now and get all the games you want delivered right to your home for one low monthly fee.
6: There are no late fees with GameFly.
0: It
2: allows me to keep a game for as long as I want. We can get as many games as we want. With over 7,000
10: titles, GameFly is the best way to rent video games.
2: Gamefly has a huge selection of
3: titles. Shooters, racing, fighting games. You
10: know, action games, role-playing games. I love the classics.
6: Get started at Gamefly.com now. Save money and play your favorite games all year
2: long. Before Gamefly, I could never play as many games as I wanted to because I couldn't afford it.
4: Anybody
9: that likes games, Gamefly
2: is for you.
0: Go to Gamefly.com now. Click the joystick in the top right corner. Enter TIME in the box. And get started with a free extended trial. And remember, you can cancel at any time. There is no better deal than Gamefly, period. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry? Call InventHelp, America's largest invention company, and learn how to get your free inventor's information. You'll learn how to attempt to patent your idea and submit it to industry from the company that has helped secure over 7,000 patents. It's a free call, so call now. 1-800-220-9562. That's 1-800-220-9562. Call toll-free at 1-800-220-9562. That's 1-800-220-9562. InventHelp is a fee-based company. Sirius XM's own Jim Brewer hangs out with comedy's biggest stars. Fridays on Raw Dog Comedy Uncensored. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for hanging out with me. It went very well. Bill Cosby. You don't have to get (laughs) loud. Thanks for stopping by. Louis C.K. It was great. This week, join Jim and his special guest, Greg Fitzsimmons.
11: My grandmother's hair is thinning out, but she just keeps blow drying it higher into the air. She looks like a dandelion in the fall.
0: Jim Brewer with Greg Fitzsimmons. Friday, 4 p.m. East, 1 West on Raw Dog Comedy Uncensored. Sirius 104 XM 150. Investors beware. Many professionals suggest that high inflation or even hyperinflation is nearing and could destroy the U.S. dollar. The bailout is working in reverse. It seems like there's no stopping the Federal Reserve Board as they continue to devalue the dollar. What will happen to your retirement accounts? At American Bullion, we believe this is an excellent time to liquidate and protect some of your paper funds with physical gold and silver. Protect your future and secure your wealth while you still have it. Call American
8: Bullion and ask for our free gold guide and learn how to roll some of your retirement assets into actual physical gold.